Welcome, 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 family, to another episode of the Midnight Moods podcast. This is Conscious Conversations, real talk with real ones. I'm Coco the Conscious, aka Mr. Moods. My real one, my special guest for tonight is Char Bell. What up, bro? Yo, yo, what up, homie? How's it going? Thank you for being here, man. Yeah, loving it. DJ, I mean, producer, and here we go, here we go. What was it? Wait, here we go, here we go, here we go. Event curator. <laughs> Love the sound of that. Rings. <laughs> it left for a second and then it just <laughs> flew back right in. That's it, man. The event curator here. And that's actually how we met. One of your events that you curate yeah. over here. Yeah, just uh, behind this uh, lovely building. Literally, as, shout, as out to, of it. <laughs> shout out to Eastside. Literally, we are connected. I'm like, bro, there's a party going on. Literally, just between this thin door. It's like a whole other world. Actually, we used to, when we used to send the location to people, we say, look yeah. for the Eastside FM <laughs> sign and just walk right next to it. <laughs> Dude, that's why, like, I'll be, doing a, I'll be doing a show, like Midnight Moods, and I'll just hear the phone going off and off, and I'm like, bro, are they like callers? And it's like, because when they press the button, it becomes like a phone call. Yeah. Something in its calls and it's not. And then I go to the door and all these people are like, yeah, man, we're like, we're ready. Am I what? Am I what? <laughs> we even start, had to started to put a thing like there, like, do not ring on the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but I mean, you didn't mind. Yeah, no, it was all good. It was funny because I was yeah. just like, yeah, the electric mu- music. Yeah, that's over there. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. But it was cool. It was fun. And bringing the culture to the building. I was going to say, yeah. you get a lot of, I was going to say that, like, yeah. you get a broad scope of just like, yeah. like people, do you know what I mean? Cultures, ethnicities. I love it. It's like a melting pot. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So, what would the music, so for example, the event is it pulso or beirut is that the uh one? yeah like uh, pulso is the is the event that we were holding yeah, yeah it's pretty okay uh, beirut is like the the brand that i kind of run events under ah. kind of thing yeah. okay so break um, that down for us so um, you yeah. got I came, I came from Beirut, like, uh, well, not, I'm not from Beirut, like, uh, I'm from Lebanon, and Beirut is the capital there, so I wanted to yeah. create something just to, like, kind of represent, and I like uh, that. Be- Beirut came in a conversation, like, years ago with some friends before I even started doing events, so yeah. when things started up, I wanted to, like, put a name to it that, like, represents me in some way, and mm. then Beirut came about, and then Pulso is, like, a post... Um, post lockdown thing once yeah. like things ended and I wanted I just needed like a fresh touch of things and like my perception changed on things and stuff so uh went with a pulse and I like that also started and just try to give it like its own unique atmosphere so, ah, yeah. so that's how pulso came along so it's that bay roots was the root yeah like the foundation the foundation yeah, yeah and then pulso came yeah and gave it a pulse Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> damn. damn that was nice bro <laughs> yes let's go shit and beirut because i followed the page and i was yeah as soon as like i connected with you guys um yeah i went i followed your stuff and then beirut is spelled ba- b-e-y right it's yeah. not like beirut the capital yeah yeah just get yeah. a little so you full um, changed it yeah but yeah. i like how and the yeah. root is like r-o-t like yeah. i was like all right yeah, yeah. and then the flat and then even the emblem it kind of gives like homage to the like the yeah. Lebanese flag because it's like a tree, right? Tree, right? Oh, I, I was like, these guys are on some. Because I was looking and I'm like, because I think like that. Yeah. Like when I'm making like symbols or something, like that's how I'm, like exactly how you guys or you whoever did like created that. That's how I see it. Yeah. That I mean, lens. And one designer friend, she's uh, she left Sydney. I met her randomly and she was living in Barcelona, not even uh, working in design much because she was still figuring out some some shit. And I hit her up. I'm like, yo, uh, you know, I need this logo. And we've spoken a lot. And you left, and I don't know if you're doing it, but like, let's work on some magic. So it was like team effort. Damn. Like, uh, yeah. She did her thing. Yeah. 
Shout out to her, whatever. What was her Carla, name? Carla. Shout out yeah, to Carla, bro. Carla. She came through because that, yeah, <laughs> it's nice. It's literally like, and it's like the ads are both so below. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot in it. Check it out. Check it out, fam. You got to. Boom. So, like, with the Beirut, so it's, it's a joint event, basically. A joint. Um, uh, yeah, like, I mean, I I don't expose the Beirut brand right now a lot, except, you know, to share things because yeah. um, what we did, we created the Pulso event and we created, like, the Missing Peace festival kind of thing that we did last year. Yeah. Um, and then there, these two are in the forefront so i think i will use it more to show it to people once we are doing something bigger because yeah. right now i'm in this time where i like i'm working on something bigger than our usual hey. things you know so once that happens then i will probably want that name yeah to be like you know nice 100%. so you know how you said um pulso like it was because of what happened like that kind of mm-hmm. gave you that like what was like the intention for pulso uh just like to emphasize on the people liking freedom Ooh. you know like yeah. basically yeah get like, into be- it yeah because we initially it started behind this building as well yeah. that was our first time mm. so initially like I've had this like concept and the word boiling for a while and I never like put it to use you know and yeah. we even made the logo like over a couple of years ago with a friend and it was it would have been something completely maybe different and mm. then it just stayed there we actually i wanted to launch it right before the lockdown so uh, that all of this shit happened like two and a half years ago oh, wow. and i had a had a date lined up and everything and then everything shut down before yeah. we reached that date and then it just stayed there as like a logo file that yeah. was never used uh, up until like things were recent and then i met uh, my friend who was participating in the space and mm. then we found a place where we can just go and showcase different artists and different art types mm. as well not just music you know so we had like dancers performers visual projections the visual it, projections it, i saw one of cool, them yeah. i and was it, like and it involves like a lot of different hands yeah different visions like everyone contributing to make it a thing so that's what i loved about when i went in like you gave me a little tour and then yeah it was one of those projection ones and i was like this is dope how they've how you guys have brought art like and the music together yeah into the space like and, live you know you know and the projection part is cool because we got like different people do showcasing what they do each time and mm. then you project on existing surfaces and existing like structures and yeah like get people to realize where they are rather than like you know just yeah. be there for the music only so it's it's nice yeah. wow, that's a, yeah. it's an experience <laughs> experience yeah. exactly yeah uh, that's why i actually when i was making the instagram handle i call it i'm like pulsar dot and i needed the word and i'm like it's not a party it's not an event it's not music only it's like and then i made a pulsar dot experience ah, like yeah, yeah i forgot so, it does say experience, yeah, experience. Wow. oh you just saying yeah no yeah. that just hit me i'm like it is the <laughs> pulsar experience yeah like uh, i wow. just keep it there just as a word yeah 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 <clears throat> and then now it meets that really. yeah so like now when you do those events it meets that because each time uh, almost it's been like also we're moving venues and yeah. moving locations so mm. i try to find like unique spaces each time to like to do it in and yeah. so it's not like a frequent event where you can just like walk in every week to the same club and have yeah. it there. it's just more like showcasing different types of spaces and showing people that like entertainment can be not in where you find it traditionally you know uh, like you don't need to go to the same club clubs yeah. and stuff that you go to all the time like uh, i support the clubs and the nightlife as well but yeah there's also different types of arts that cannot be happening in clubs you mm. know where you need spaces to hang paintings and when you need to like just be there for a couple of weeks doing projection preparation on a structure yeah. that, you know so it's yeah it's pretty cool it's like you create the environment wherever you go yeah 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 100 yeah, percent. damn that's dope do you do you prefer that like have you done events where it's at the same venue all the time and can you compare those t- two like yeah, your like, own experience from my own experience i enjoy the freedom that you get at maybe 
venues that are considered where you're not trying to sell alcohol, I guess, yeah. you know. Um, so if it's a, it's a venue that doesn't have that, it means that it's just allows you to manifest art in a deeper way, I guess, because mm. it's a venue usually that is a cultural center or an art center or, you know, like a place that is used for not more than like getting people in and giving them yeah, drinks, yeah, you know. Yeah. It's a place usually aimed at the art side of things, yeah. you know, where we are not trying to sell you drinks we are just mm. this is the this is the product you know the product is the music the product is different artists you know yeah. the product is performances that's all we do yeah, so, yeah yeah i feel you yeah so i enjoy maybe that a little bit more because mm. that is more about what i am yeah so. like it, it taps into your creative yeah my creative style aspect of yeah things and that's where I, like you know just trying to display things to people that not only show what i believe in but like the whole culture behind it that mm. it's just I, that I find a little bit not missing in Sydney, but I find it not that frequent compared yeah, to yeah. other areas in the world. Not so. as apparent. I reckon you're right, though. Yeah. I think in a lot of like genres in music in in Sydney, do you know what I mean? It's just like it's like still birthing. Like birthing, I still get yeah. into that. Yeah, it yeah. feels like you know. So it's a good time though. Yeah, like, to be 100%. in it and like especially with you with how you got your events as well. Like yeah, because I mean I haven't uh, been in. <clears throat> Sydney for long but what I know from all like my family here that I've been here for longer is that yeah. um, in the 90s and 80s things were a bit different here and then they went to like a downshift change right for the last 10-15 years for whatever reasons so I think now it's it should be on the time where it's like on the up for mm. for different reasons and mm. the people pushing it so yeah hoping let's yeah. hope so fingers yeah. fucking crossed yeah but no I think you're right I think you're right so you said you haven't been here for long so as in you were in Lebanon? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was born there. I lived there all my life. And So how long you been here? I've been here for... Sorry like, to cut you off. Yeah, no, no. So yeah. seven, eight years, I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I moved here to initially... I had family here for a while and then I wanted to come check it out. And then I yeah. didn't want to just come for a little trip. So I, I came went. here. I studied. I actually came to do my master's. I did like... I, like I studied IT and this kind of things, yeah. you know, in my previous life slash current double life yeah. occasionally. <laughs> um, Past life, double yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and I came here and then I just, I was a little disappointed initially from mm. the art slash nightlife kind of perspective because I, I mean, of course, maybe I didn't find out about underground music initially, even though it was happening in venues when you search it up and when you come to somewhere like this you just get pushed to the more commercial places where like you know this is where everyone goes yeah so, so everyone uh, go there there yeah. yeah so i'm like okay this is where everyone goes so in the first couple of years it was like you know me bouncing around in different places not just about the places but about finding community where you feel like you belong and you relate with more people that's you know? a big one yeah yeah um because you know i was going out with some people that i meet in different places but i never felt at home and then up until like maybe my third year where i just started chasing some sort of music or chasing not not chasing but just on my journey my journey led there yeah. like meeting people outside of a place that say let's go here and then being taken yeah. to and then yeah I found out more like about the music that I like and that led me to meeting the people that I connected with ah. deeper like made some really close friends that were on similar journey as me I was like I've been doing music like on and off since I was like 10 but more or less also electronic music wise was more recent like maybe uh, like 6 or 7 years so do you think Australia influenced that? Um, yeah maybe I was also just getting into electronic music more oh, okay. uh, like in yeah. the, uh, so it was like the music more than Australia because mm. Australia 
didn't really have that much of a electronic music scene that influenced me a yeah. lot, you know. But I mean, it was a combination. Some mm. people that I met, plus me loving this music. And I was actually working in the office one day and I always just like was doing some music at that point, but not really putting my effort into it. And I felt like, I felt like shit in the office. I was like, fuck this. Okay. Yeah. You know what's happening? Like, because I was creative all my life since I was like eight or nine, like writing raps and trying to record out of like nothing. And I always loved this, but I always yeah. did pursue like my professional career, whatever. <laughs> like, you know, we're going to yeah. call this like the system. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and then I was like, I went home literally the day. Second day, I went and spent thousands of dollars on decks and made like this whole extra room in my house dedicated for this. And Let's I just go. was sitting there, you know. Um, I was like sitting there just indulging. I taught myself a lot of things. And then from then on, I was, I remember I started like showing up to, it was like back before COVID. So you had to go to work in the office. Not everyone's working from home. <laughs> and I was showing up late and stuff because I stayed up like until like seven in the morning trying to record like this nice two hour mix and curating it yeah. <laughs> well. Um, and then up until like a few months in, I was like, okay, I need to do my, I need to, I need to play music for people. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm ready. I'm down. Mm. And then I started doing, uh, it's hard to break into the, the scene straight away. So I started to do my own events because that's i love that do, though you know? like yeah. you, instead of trying to like join them you just do your own you just thing. do your own yeah, yeah, yeah. like because i Boss cause, moves, bro. yeah because like you know uh, it takes a lot of like maybe networking and trying mm. to go there and like i don't know not pretend just you you need to do things very differently if, if you want to like try to get in in that way so i yeah. was like i don't really care i just want to put people that I like and people that they know in a big room and play some music and create a vibe and atmosphere yeah. that was initially what I, I started that. you know I love that as the intention <laughs> yeah. like yeah it was simple yeah simple yeah. literally like as I was just enjoying it I like smoke up and play and it's just nice yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then a few months from that I think is when I kind of quit my job <laughs> because I was like okay let me try to like go 100% into this right now and mm. I I think that was the best decision that I ever made because yeah like it wasn't something easy to make initially if you're thinking traditionally because i have a good job it's really good income and it's like i sydney's an expensive place to be um but then i just i just felt like i'm like okay i love this this is yeah. you know the way to go and i was like i'm just gonna try to do music and host parties and just see how that life will go and then it went really good even that um covid like Put a lot of like blockers yeah. in the way um but we still managed mm. to find the time and a place too. would you say those covid like blockers kind of gave you the covid blockers gave you more motivation like, motivation yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. Like, i was like i was like can i get into this yeah, yeah i can yeah. <laughs> okay okay yeah like man it was literally the motivation yeah honestly, yeah like, because i'm i think i remember like that first week where every venue and every party just shut down yeah. it was march it was the 20th of march and i remember we had s scheduled like a like a gathering where we're gonna play music and yeah. stuff you know and there was a lot of people expecting it and like wanting to yeah. come there i wasn't sure of who will come and who not like we don't do anything here we just put up music somewhere yeah. and then people just come and listen to some music yeah, so yeah. they're not like and then i remember my uh my partner in doing things at the time he was like he he bailed on the day. I was like sitting on the phone talking to him in the morning and I can yeah. see everything else announced cancellation on yeah. online. It was like literally 
domino effect yeah you know? yeah mm. and then he was like oh you know man i think we should like bail on this we shouldn't do it and he's like you know i'm out and i'm like okay sweet and i sat there like under my under my bed i remember this moment so clearly i was like just in my thoughts and i'm like damn like i was so excited about this yeah. it was seeming to be a lot of momentum and then i was like all right sometimes i use logic sometimes i try to listen to my higher self more mm. often logic so mm. the higher self because we're disconnected more from it and i try not to be but then i yeah. just had a thing that said like you should do this tonight it's gonna all go well it's gonna be perfect and, and then i'm like all right i hit up emmanuel and danny who's yeah. like they're like my two peeps that shout I out know. to the e-man yeah, shout out Emmanuel. to the e-man yeah. yo you're gonna be listening to this yeah, i know you're gonna will. be on this soon as well bro <laughs> fuck yeah yeah um yeah and i was like yo i just need two of you and we can do this on our own let's go and then like we rocked up we set up it was like seeming like it's gonna rain but rain cleared up there was 400 people dancing till the morning we packed up sweet got out of there I swear it was yeah. like the best night ever like the energy from that night created like my buzz for those like wow. two years to come so I think like that was the pulse yeah yeah <laughs> yeah 100% wow. the pulse inside me mm. before it. <laughs> I love that yeah. So moral of the story as well is listen to your higher self. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Because I think we are like, we're being like pushed in the world to like not listen to this higher self and listen to logic, authority, laws, books, posts, everything. But like, mm. you know, we by nature have like a higher self that talks to us and most of us if we really real with ourselves, we know what that answer is. Yeah. It's always, there's always an answer inside of us that feels like the right one and we always know when we are actually making our brain <laughs> veto that mm. into some other decision that we're trying to make. So, you know. It's yeah. true, man. <laughs> it's like you always know, like, deep down, like, yeah. everyone can recognize that recognize voice. Recognize that voice, I mean? yeah. You know? But it's just like you push it away a lot. And, yeah, but in it's different still degrees. There. It's still there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, 100%. Mm. It's a, and it's crazy, like, because when you, it's like the more you tune into it or tap into it, like yeah the more you kind of get comfortable with it as well and you're like you trust it even more more yeah because exactly. I mean? sometimes you know the begin, like you know when you first you're see high self and you're, you're awakening skeptical. and giving it yeah you're skeptical of course yeah. you're like mm, i don't know but then when it you get confirmation a few times you're like ah, yeah and that's i, know I think where uh, yeah. you're at your biggest power uh, as a human and that's the mm. route that i'm trying to explore more in different ways just so i can tap into my that voice yeah more because that guides you mm. but, yeah i feel you bro so yeah, so would you say like when you're so like say when you're spinning, right, you're on the deck, is that do you feel that like hundred percent something yeah. just switch? Yeah, because I I like I never prepare. No, yeah. Maybe I shouldn't be saying this, but yeah, I never prepare for yeah. any gig that I've ever had more than constantly having my music collection and like samples and yeah. stuff like this, you know, and just constantly updating it. But I'm never like ready with an order of things and this is what I'm doing today and stuff. Yeah. Like I just rock up and you know get inspired and then just get in and see what the flow should be like and, and that it's been good so far so i'm just gonna <laughs> i'm gonna yeah. keep doing this <laughs> if it's working just keep, yeah if definitely. it's working keep going with it yeah 100 yeah. damn so you were telling me before about like the process of how you get into the flow so like you want to tap into your own rhythm like say if you're doing a set with a bunch of other djs when it's your time it's like all right i gotta now kind of like set my own tone and then i can finally get into would you say your pocket like later on yeah like my groove yeah your yeah, groove yeah, yeah. The, the rhythm that i like basically mm, you can, you break, can you get into that like, yeah, like i liked how you were explaining it uh yeah like basically i like to take my time doing things hence why like i enjoy playing a little bit of longer durations like an hour for a performer is okay i think minimum should be two hours if you want to be allowed to get really creative and get into a rhythm where you don't feel rushed 
Um, so yeah, a couple hours is in is good because the first half an hour usually you're getting you're getting the whole room to be listening to the groove that you are vibing with on like a and I usually would make that to be a little bit slower just yeah. because um, everyone's heartbeats wouldn't have started dancing around the same time Ooh. right so like if you're playing at a party and there's like a couple hundred people there's people have been coming for the last hour or two and people are in different conditions and mm. like we do sync the music with our heartbeat even without realizing because mm. that's how it works like not necessarily that your heart is beating at the same speed of the music but it's beating in a speed that is proportional to it yeah in a, in a consistent matter so yeah i try to like start things a bit slow and i use a lot of different elements in the first half an hour to capture more people's ears because yeah. everybody's waiting not everybody's waiting for the same music even when you go to a music party or event that is very niche mm. you know there's always people that just ended up there you know not with a lot of pre-planning so it's nice to like tap into everyone's brain and yeah. just and then if people like start, hear something they like even if the next thing that they're hearing isn't something that they're used to not necessarily they don't like just that they're not used to it because everyone would enjoy every music if they get used to it mm. i guess we just we just like what we like yeah and true. we think that's all we like you know? mm. but if you surrender to the rhythm like and start moving you can like a lot more than what you think you yeah like. you <laughs> open yourself up yeah 100 yeah. so yeah i try to do that for the first half an hour to like i guess open more people's ears slash brains up and then i can um and then I can let loose more because now I know that I connected with more people in the room that are that got into it for the first half yeah. an hour, and then I can take take it up a notch. Right, that's, I guess. that's deep, bro. Because I'm 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 listening to this like, bro. This is like even like on a biological level, like when you're talking about the heart sinking up. And I was thinking how like everyone's heart. You're trying to get everyone into like a common one pulse, hundred percent. That's what that's what I do with the with the pulso thing is like, which is like some people call it a dress code a theme whatever yeah. i'm basically telling people like kind of like what it's recommended that they wear so we can be on a vibe you know? yeah, yeah it's not like you know if you're coming and just rocking up and wearing your thing we're gonna say no it's just more like you know i in the first time that we did it yeah everyone kind of like got into that and dressed in a similar way and it helped in making also people on the same vibe because mm. You know, when we go to party and dance, what are we going there really for? We're going to connect with others and listen to some music. And music helps us connect with others. Mm. Like, this is what it is like for me. Like, I go, I listen to the music, but I'm dancing. You meet people when you're dancing. You meet people when you're, like, standing a little bit further from the dance floor and having a chat. So, um, yeah, I found that it creating this sense of unity gets people to enjoy their experience a lot more, mm. you know. And um, so if you're rest on a similar like with a similar intention and then yeah. you're hearing music in the beginning that gets everyone involved then you're able to create like my favorite moments which yeah. are usually just two or three moments in the night yeah. for me like in a set let's say a couple hours set there's like two or three real moments yeah. that are make everything worth it the moments where you get everyone involved at the same time as in something one. you know yeah, yeah. as one wow. like you know like when you're building up to a drop that you prepared like for for like 10 minutes slowly leading into it and then there's like these 30 seconds where it's like the element of a build up where yeah. you know but not every build up becomes like this because mm. you know like it's hard to create these moments mm, like sometimes mm. you just hear a couple hours set and then it just stays monotone but sometimes when you get these moments where everybody gets involved and you can feel like more people screaming more people moving yeah. ground shaking this is like but... you know this is what makes everything worth it sometimes literally setting up for hours and extreme circumstances and fighting against like the natural like, elements elements yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um 
and that makes everything worth it. Wow. That one moment, I was like, yeah, this is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. And do you know when that moment's like honest? Like, do you, can you tell like time before, or it's like it in, just happens. It just happens. It just happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you look around and you see like I see usually around me like you know people that I love and closer friends who stay close yeah. to me when I'm like playing, and then everyone's everyone's involved. It's like you know everyone is exchanging love and things. That's and dope. It's just, you know, it just. I this is for me the moments of life. Like yeah. this is where I consider it like, yep, this is like nice. Like mm. <laughs> you know, this is like us living fully, like unconditionally loose, free, just yeah. like all Connected. connecting. Yeah. You know, it's just perfect. It's simple, but it's just like yeah. Mm. It's like that rave scene in the Matrix where like they're all yeah, yeah. dancing in the rave where before like the final day where they all might like yeah, just die. die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, fuck it, I'm yeah. like underground in Zion. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. like this has been like when one of my like one of my scenes to have replicate sometime yeah. in the world. <laughs> Bro, hard, that's actually like, kind of vibe though. And now I'm thinking of it, yeah, if yeah, I was going to yeah. compare it to anything that I've seen, yeah. it would be that. Yeah, because that Matrix yeah, scene, scene yeah. yeah, right? Like they're all dressed in similar colors. Yeah. They're all like vibing in the same way. Yeah. They're all on the same wavelength because they all know tomorrow might they're be gonna... their last day, you know? <laughs> so it's a common thing, whatever the common like True. goal or motivation it's is. It's like, like, yeah, like I you say, you together, you know? want them you to just... wear the same things, getting on that common ground before, ground, yeah. even before you get to that frequency. Yeah. yeah 100% yeah. wow what are some of the like clothes you tell people to wear or the uh, like the Pulsar, costumes the, or? Pulsar, the Pulsar event is more uh, it's a little darker like the yeah. vibe so it's usually like either black or red red is my favorite color yeah. I mean I'm not wearing this intentionally because red is my favorite color I haven't yeah. worn this in a while but like yeah <laughs> red is my favorite color yeah. and I just find it like hot and fiery like mm. you know so, um, and then people usually wear like things that is mostly black leathery um, that people get into like you know this BDSM kind of culture a little bit like in Damn. the sense not in the sense that like the party is heading towards anything specific it's just yeah. more like a like a cultural vibe because it's nice it's nice fashion it's fashion yeah, I guess yeah, you know yeah. like the, the leather and the harnesses and yeah. you know chains and like latex and stuff like this yeah. it's a like I like to wear stuff like this as mm. well so I'm like okay let's see how many people yeah. actually would like this you know I like, like that though. that's a then, fashion yeah. the fashion thread yeah like a, a fashion yeah. fashion for me sits like very close in what I think about when I'm doing things yeah. because like I think you know it's cool to create a community and influence people if you like something to introduce it to mm. them more and make them like it, you know? Like, I'm sure some people initially when we did the first party, they didn't have clothes like this, yeah. but they went and bought yeah, it. Yeah, and then some people yeah. came on the night, they're like, yeah, I love wearing this. You yeah. know? Others might been already more have things in their wardrobe and it's just yeah. like, why not? We buy things all the time, so why not buy it to dress for some yeah, thing that we're going to? Exactly. Yeah. No, I like so. that, bro. I like that. I like all the elements that you put into your... To these events, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like it's, it's just, I love it. <laughs> That's why you're an Honestly. event curator, bro. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> a lot goes into it, the curating, bro. I love that. So how long have you been actually like DJing? You said it was since you were 10. I mean, uh, no, I was into music since I was young, but okay. uh, initially I was like, I I was like into like rap and hip hop more, and I wasn't yeah. DJing. I was like writing lyrics. And, ah, so started you know, with hip hop. Yeah. Like oh that's, damn. You know, yeah, that's like what I like, uh, like literally my was 50 Cent and Eminem for a pe recognizable period of yeah. my life. Um, like, yeah, and a lot of others. So I'm not going to shout out so many artists right now, but I was yeah. listening to a lot of things. And my family, like also my mom used to listen to music. She used to listen to a lot of like, you know, PGs and ABBA and Christa Berg type of stuff. Mm. So uh, I, and 
my uncle, who's my mom's little brother, plays so many instruments. So I was like just around music already. Yeah, you're so it in. You know, even that like all that I was being told is like study math and focus on school. But there was also a lot of music playing around me, which was distracting. Yeah, yeah you can't <laughs> you help know? it. Yeah. yeah so, and then I was like, I just start like I got this little notebook and started writing raps. And then it was like we started to have computers back then even that it was a while ago there was already things so got this software and started to make like my own music which is this home microphone in yeah. our living room just recording stuff and <laughs> sending it out and people started to listen i'm like oh this is fun you know i got into it for a few years and we was performing a little bit That's like dope. um on like some you prepare a track and you just go and like show showcase a track live yeah. and then like competitions and stuff was cool man and is this in lebanon yeah that's in lebanon yeah wow. so i was doing it in like my my own language which seems like ages ago but yeah. it was fun and then as soon as i was like 17 i guess 18 i was still doing that 19 and then i was starting to get into electronic music more it was also a bit of the rise in the late 90s that reached us maybe a little bit later point or reached me at that point yeah. i guess there was already trance and there was already so much going on and i was uh, exposed to a lot of it but I got into hip hop more initially yeah. and then I was starting to vibe with like faster music faster rhythms and then I was like oh this is nice bought yeah. some little decks and it's been like a journey where I just always did it for my own entertainment and just sharing with friends mm. but I I don't know why I never was like earlier I guess I just maybe needed the right motivation and the right friends that like yeah. you know and that wasn't always present Um, to be like yo we should pursue this like up until I was like 23 I guess yeah like 5 years ago six, yeah. 20, even younger like 21 22 I was like already like doing parties and trying to DJ more and like curate like a music collection that call it my own that is like my own style and and yeah what I told you before was like the moment like 3 and a half 4 years ago when I was like need to do this like fully when you, you quit know? your job and yeah, like, yeah. yeah. so mm. bro it's crazy how it's like it's always because it's similar with like a lot of not a lot of people but a lot of creators have that moment where it's just like the job or like that creativity. creativity yeah honestly and it's like yeah but a lot of people sometimes it's like in that moment it's like nah we'll we'll stick with what we know, what you know what we mean? Know, or what yeah. we know is working yeah 100%. I would not even like comfortable because sometimes like going to a job that you don't want to go to isn't comfortable but no. just secure yeah that security do you know what I mean because the unknown is on the other side of that creativity and it's scary yeah because you have bills to pay and I also yeah depends where you live like not you're maybe not be part of a support group that pushes creativity you know you might be in a community of like a lot of people that are just also working in a similar fashion and stuff and then you like people in your life and your environment affects these decisions a lot mm. if you have if you have maybe one friend like just one friend that is like no like you should keep pursuing this yeah. because you love it you might change but usually the ears in your like the, who's talking in your ears is like yeah it affects um your decisions as well i guess that's a big one. Yeah, literally one friend sometimes. You're right. Like, like the whispers in your ear, yeah, not just like your own voices, voice, but yeah. the actual people that you're keeping around you. Like, what are they saying to you? Yeah, you, you should always mean? like, I don't know. People forget this sometimes that like your circle literally affects who you are continuously. You know, mm. I heard this saying like, you know, you are the top five people that you spend time with. So, and I like sometimes like try to think like, who am I spending time with the last couple of years? Like top five people and what am I spending my time doing and what, I'm, and it's, it's, it is a direct correlation. I want everybody, if they're listening to this, to think of this and just see that it's definitely true. So mm. your circle and your friends and the people at that point in time doesn't have to be your best friends since childhood. Just at that point in time, because we have periods and people go into our lives and out, it affects your path and your journey. So mm. you should make a bit of more conscious effort, you know? to like 
get close to people if you feel that you have a goal in your life that you want to do yeah and that you guys can be friends and be aligned and like motivate each other mm. you know it's it's hard sometimes because sometimes we are just hanging out with whoever like comes in our way yeah. but this but we also shake some people's hands that we know we can have grounds that we will have mutual interest and stuff it just True. sometimes like you know friendship takes work i mm. believe that like because you know, you don't just like meet someone once and then you just say bye and you become friends. Like someone needs to initiate more and the other person will initiate yeah. back. And, you know, I think working towards having friends that have common inspiration and goals as you is like one of the main keys to succeed in anything that you want to do. That's I that's guess. a really good one. You're yeah. right. Because it's like, I like how you said when you like align, when you both align that you support each other and stuff. That's that's a big one. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean? then whenever like you're losing motivation or you're losing traction of you know or you're lost between focusing your attention here and stuff it's good because if there's multiple people pushing a common project or a common goal it keeps going a collective like that's why mm. it's called a collective so and it's like the more of you like focused on it the quicker and like the more like yeah and you can create to it to yeah. be created you're right yeah, 100%. Mm. so you've have you built a team with your events yeah you i mean say? initially like initially i was uh it was my best friend like a few years ago that we like uh his his name is brian and we became friends like three or four years ago and we were on like similar path similar yeah, journey like yeah. also like into into this music into creating experiences and stuff so um we worked together for like a couple of years um yeah. and we created like uh that festival missing peace festival together last year you uh, know which was like a kind of like i wouldn't call it a festival it's like an arts and music getaway like you know arts where, and music getaway, getaway you know yeah, yeah like <laughs> we just like people can go camp we have performers playing different types of music oh you can camp before. yeah it's, like it's, a bush tour would you say or uh yeah like from friday to sunday yeah you know? um yeah i'm we call it a lot of things. Mm. I mean, yeah, but like I, I use this like arts and music because this is like the kind of the best definition that I find described because like it is a bush tooth, but it's also like, you know, bush can be just you know, the, taken in a wrong way. I don't yeah. know why. It's like we live in a place where like playing music out in the open has like, <laughs> is treated like crime, you know? So <laughs> like I'm... Yeah, makes knows me, these days. Yeah, yeah it makes me, makes me much more aware of what I call things and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it is true. Like I met a lot of people in this industry and, and who are very aware of their definitions of what they put on publicly if you want to hold things. It feels like there's like, you know, Big Brother watching us making sure that we are not right. playing music unless... You know, um, we make 20 applications and pay 100 grand for, you know, some certain organizations that belong to the government. And then, yeah, so it's like, it's a bit, this is where we, where we at. A good point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's uh, that's such a good point. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, I want to go sing in the street. Yep. You have to pay $700. Yeah. This permit. This application. Permit. And you get this permit and you can do it only in this hour and this hour. And yeah. this like it's like i just wanted to play my guitar yeah, yeah, yeah i mean i get it there's a need for organizing things but sometimes it also feels like just there's an there's a just making it harder yeah like, it's a bit know. like unnecessary excess it's yeah excessive yeah, excessive yeah. yeah so um but we're on to it i'm already like i'm i'm working on the next edition of the festival might oh not yeah be, uh, yeah it might not be called missing peace i'm not sure yet like if missing peace will come back soon because me and brian are working now on our different projects so yeah. we're putting that on the on the pause but i want to make a festival that is like bigger that we are um we're gonna go like f 
fully festival title publicly yeah. and do I'm gonna follow the tracks to make it like official because New South Wales now needs more festivals I think because we don't we don't go much because I've yeah. been going to Queensland a lot to attend some of the ah. events there and I drive 11 hours up 11 oh, hours oh you drive down. there yeah wow. you know so yeah I did like Damn. like literally recently this year there was one and there was another fortnight there was another one and yeah. I drove up and down to both like wow. the second one solo up and down 11 hours wow. are you performing naps. are you, are you uh, I performed at one of them yeah wow. um, what's yeah. that like uh, doing the drive and then going to perform do you give yourself a day to like yeah recalibrate? I, I, was, I was playing on the last day so okay. it was nice yeah, i got yeah. there on the friday i played monday night it oh was nice like, it was nice bro it was chill yeah it was such a good experience like these things there are amazing and queensland is laid back queensland is different bro i was in yeah. brisbane lately and i was like dude this is like the energy's different it's laid back obviously the weather was way better yeah warmer and then um there's a festival called promised land it's like heaps of afrobeat artists burner boy and stuff and I'm like, surely it's coming to Sydney. And it's like, nah, it's no. just up there. Yeah. And I'm like... Yeah, because uh, New South Wales uh, made it harder to create these experiences. Ah, exactly. Because of the is. restrictions, like, you know. Ah. So Queensland is more facilitating and the community is already strong behind it. Yeah. And I mean, it's not as easy, in my opinion, right now, if there are things are going to change because there's mm. a huge community behind it. Like, yeah. there's, if, there's, if there's 10,000 people attending this one festival and there are big community vibes there, it yeah. means there's like 100,000 people of their families and their people True. and they should be able to influence things not to be fought. Yeah, you know? I see what you're saying. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool there, yeah. Like, it's wow. chill vibe, you know. Um, police was walking around making sure everyone's safe yeah. during the festival, you know, just vibing to the music and Bro. stuff. So it was, it was nice. That's mad. That, yeah. I, got, I know a lot of people that are moving to the, either the Gold Coast or like my brother moved to Ipswich. Like everyone's just like heading up. Yeah, I it's mean, like I, migrating north. This is an unofficial <laughs> statement, but I'm also probably thinking that like very soon as well. Like, damn, bro, yeah. here we go, another one to add to the list. <laughs> yeah, because uh, honestly, I don't. I want to go to these things. There's a lot of them. They're all in Queensland. Yeah, yeah. First, yeah. second, warmer weather. You know, facts. Uh, so, facts. I mean, I'm starting. That's already wow. two big reasons, and like I can work from there and there's people that like electronic music and it yeah. might be um, do you reckon more opportunity yeah probably right now yeah. potentially they might be because mm. uh like for me personally as an artist like not maybe not necessarily that i'm gonna go there and start another like starting do my events there potentially yeah. i would you know knowing me but <laughs> but uh, also i want to focus on playing in these festivals because i feel yeah. that they're having the greatest experience for wow. artists in australia to play like so they have like crazy stages the vibe is amazing people are beautiful and everyone just connecting and loving each other so like i'm having a great time and i want to be part of this community yeah more, you yeah know? especially so, when it's possible for yeah me. exactly yeah. so just all i need to be is just not driving 11 hours and driving <laughs> two to make it sustainable with my life like not like, yeah <laughs> you know mm, <laughs> i feel able, you yeah wow so that's Man, you heard it here first. What <laughs> yeah, an exclusive. <laughs> well, honestly, because I was actually to. thinking like I would probably like um, this is the only time that I'm going to be saying that I'm moving to Queensland because I was deciding to keep in it like yeah. unofficial because like I still want to belong in the New South Wales, like Sydney scene. music scene. Yeah. You know? Because like this is where like I have like a lot of my friends and like the people that follow the brand and I still want to have my biggest presence here. But you know, my, me physically, I might be like yeah. kicking it in Queensland, I guess. Because you could do both. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Like you still be present yeah. here yeah, whilst being, yeah, literally. Yeah. And it's yeah. like you want to be somewhere where you could be like more creative. 100%. You want to be in a place where it's like conducive for your creativity. Yeah. So it's like where you don't have limitations or restraints or do you know what I mean? You've got to like kind of question yourself. Like, cause whenever like you don't act on that moment, I feel like especially with creativity, whether I'm like writing or like recording, if you don't act on it instantly, that moment of like 
just goes. You could say doubt, yeah, it will just go because yeah. you took that little second. Yeah. It was just too long because you second guessed that. Yeah. So it's just like if you're in somewhere that's just like kind of allowing you to have your your peace, your your space. It's just like it'd be great for yeah the creative juices, bro. Fucking ah, right, maybe that's a sign. Every hey, throwing literally five people now. I'm like wow. That's where it's at, Queensland. Yeah. The weather, bro, and Lebanon, I heard the weather is really like, like it's nice. I heard like, you get both, amazing. you get like the hot, like the you really hot. four perfect seasons. Summer's three months long, no cloud in the sky. Temperature's like 24 at night, 23 to like 32, 33. Yeah. Perfect. Not too hot, but hot enough for like amazing beaches. Like it's pretty cool. It makes a difference. You know, summer, got snow. Like in the winter, a few times, yeah. you know, always snowing around Christmas and stuff. So it's like proper seasons. It's a vibe, yeah. Yeah, you proper know? seasons. Proper seasons. Like, like we used to, we used to actually take our winter clothes like up and down each. Ah, like, you know, so because like we, there's, there's clothes that are winter. Like yeah, yeah, winter, winter clothes. clothes like, yeah, yeah. So we used to like put jackets. them in a different storage. You yeah, know, like, bam, and then like take the summer stuff out. I remember doing this every year. You know, with things staying in common, but yeah, we don't do that here. I think here you just have to no wear three way. layers and yeah, adapt yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> on the fly. On the fly, yeah. <laughs> or you have clothes that could do both. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> so percent. I'm always thinking too hard. I'm like, damn. Like, yeah, yeah. What am I wearing? Like, yeah. it's so confusing. Yeah. We're going into a venue, but we might walk a little bit outdoor to the smoking area. And like, I don't want to freeze, but I don't want to care too much. It's a calculation. Here, so man. true. I don't want to sweat too much. <laughs> yeah. Like in the club, yeah. but I also like want to have that comfortability. Don't yeah. have like a cool. It's just like I know what you mean. And it's Sydney, science. it's unexpected <laughs> as well. So you got to have it down to the science. Yeah, like, it hits you with the wind tunnels, and you're like, damn, this yeah, is my the... bones, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a fact, bro. Yeah. Now, weather plays a huge part man honestly if i was gonna like live somewhere that would be one massive thing in my like where i'd be situated i'm like the 100%. tropics bro i need tropical weather yeah i mean but it's funny you said the winter clothes i'm actually lebanese i don't know if you knew that but my mom's lebanese oh, yeah. yeah you mentioned so she actually one, yeah. we used to do that as well but it was really when we were young like the winter clothes and yeah, yeah, yeah but that... lately like not lately but the last like probably like 20 years probably no yeah because of the weather's been so, <laughs> so like just, sporadic yeah 100 but when yeah. you said that i'm like man do you reckon that's a leb thing <laughs> maybe or like an arab thing <laughs> yeah potentially because we do have different seasons there that is very clear to do this throughout my life over yeah there. it was very clear like you will notice around the same month each year is getting colder mm. and you start to get a couple of things from this winter thing and then yeah. you're like all right it's time to like make uh, the switch like <laughs> you got to make that switch though switch, yeah. <laughs> do you reckon um because like you obviously were born in lebanon a lot of like your time you've been in lebanon does that influence your like electric music now your dj your... of course yeah like i mean i i play in i in my music i use so much elements from a lot of genres yeah. so like i on paper like you know people would think i just i'm playing techno or trance or like stuff that are, can be like set in a few genres but i use like i get vocals from a song that i used to listen to when i was like eight that is like unknown to the world like um artist and i mix it in uh, oh like, that's stuff mad like elements like this and just uh, a lot of the times i will just add like i'll sample it so i do a lot of sampling and get like samples out from these like songs like 40 years ago ah. like in my country that definitely no one would have heard here yeah. and I'll get those samples and I'll mix them in with beats like that speeds it up and That's stuff and, just, and then just get test it out see what people like people usually like it it's, of course bro cool. <laughs> like, dude everyone yeah and especially like cause even you were talking about 50 Cent Eminem before how some influences I think it's like Candy Shop or one of them the the sample on it yeah. I swear that's like an Arab or like something like I'm like 100% I watched recently this um, uh, hip hop evolution documentary on, yeah, Netflix. on Netflix so good so recommend good. to watch if you want to learn all the history of electronic music uh, sorry of hip hop like yeah, they did yeah. such a good work um, and they went through it like from the 70s till now 
including all the cities in America and that and yeah I was seeing that everything was through sampling yeah like literally all that they had back then is just records cassettes whether that is or vinyls or everything and they were just like some guy was saying that he was recording like a song by copying from a cassette to another cassette but repeating the thing if he wants to loop it so he will like play this loop that goes for five seconds yeah and then like play it again and he'd be doing the record in order to make a fucking mixtape that's a oh, mixtape yeah. that's <laughs> like, a real like that's a real OG like, mixtape like. yeah that's OG because yeah. like, you need patience imagine like our generation doing something like that, something like, like that you exactly, need patience yeah. like a mother like, Fucker, yeah shit. but they were vibing and like the whole culture was around sampling because sampling yeah. is basically an appreciation for older music yeah um, being merged with whatever music is more popular or more listened to right now and then you create a new genres that's how i think music elo- yeah. like evolution is happening yeah so i use a lot of samples from back home like mm. definitely i like how you said that it's like an appreciation for like the song that you're sampling because some people have different perspectives on sampling it's like you know you're you're using like because that song's popular but I like how you said that though, like because I, I think like that perspective. personally, I think all the people that think that sampling ain't good are yeah. just record labels yeah, and the facts. business, you know. Facts. I mean, or maybe like uh, the artists themselves, if they were like sampled and on a song that is going very commercial and no one even like asked their permission. Yeah, or recently, they get no recognition. You know, they for got it recognition because yeah. like, they're not mentioned. But if they're mentioned on the track, if they're like using their voice or their music, then it's okay. But I think sampling is is amazing because like you're just. You know, you're repushing some sound that was like probably more forgotten and giving it more like yeah. in the audience. So, um, it's just, it yeah, the, the record labels. I remember even in the documentary that I was like watching um, for a period in time, I think it was in the 80s. No, sorry. It was in the 90s, late yeah. 90s. Uh, after the 50, 50 Cent started doing mixtapes. Mm. That's how he actually yeah. um, got into things. He started doing mixtapes because after being shot and stuff like no record label would fuck with them. Mm. So he, they just started doing mixtape and recording themselves and you're doing mixtapes from other like artists' songs but putting his in there. Yeah. And then there was a whole mixtape movement around that that started surpassing the labels. People Fuck. were just selling mixtapes out of basements, That's mama's right. house, everyone's house. Yeah. Um, everyone's trunk, cars. And then I remember I saw like uh, an announcement by the president. So imagine how much, like there's a lot of money yeah. in the music industry and you know, and then they they made arrests. They went and arrested record store owners who are selling mixtapes that were not like from the record labels. That's and they made it on national TV that uh, like this bulldozer was bulldozing thousands of mixtapes. And that was like the death of mixtapes, like at that point, you know, and it was business winning. I mean, we still do mixtapes and they're in the form of SoundCloud and stuff, but I remember this because that's um, like SoundCloud is more control and it's online and it's a different world. So yeah, but um, that's wild how that happened. When you think about it, yeah, like literally, the president literally. I remember that scene like in that yeah, series when yeah. they showed that. I was shocked because yeah, I'm like, yeah. am I? Is this legit? Is this like, legit? what the yeah. fuck did They're that like, happen? They, were, I saw a video. They were arresting this guy that owns a stall because he couldn't say where he got like a few cassettes from. <laughs> like they're like, we're arresting you and stuff. Like putting him on the car because he's selling some mixtapes. But yeah, this this is sad. We're laughing about it, but this shows you like you know big business like makes decisions that affect the whole world. So yeah. you know like it's true. Yeah. 
you know, because they stopped getting enough cut out of it, and then like it was like, oh. yeah. And they also not just it's not just about the money. Also, they it stopped being like as regulated, and this like you know this gives more people a voice, more people a platform because everything now is more regulated. They like always want things you know, regulated. Regulated, that's just control. Yeah. Really. Yeah, exactly. Like, regulated yeah. is just control. Like yeah. we've got to make sure we have our hand on this. On this, you know, because imagine if like some artist like explodes and they have like controversial views, you know, mm. like then the that's a problem, you know. So then yeah, like then we need to shut them up somehow and we don't want to be going through the effort. So we'd yeah. rather like be filtering everyone. Like right now, like you live in a world where, you know, the very popularly accepted artists have to get signed off by whoever mm. signs off, like big record labels and whoever owns and runs these and stuff. So, yeah. you know, and it's very easily seeable if you look at the music scene from a from a distance yeah. and see... Like I'm not talking. Every music has its, has its audience, but mm. there's also like artists that get followed by billions, which is like the ones that are pushed to the front. You know, yeah, where, yeah, where they're playing all on the streets and they're playing in public places and on the radio and every station and stuff. Yeah, this is when like artists are like being pushed to be like idols for the yeah. upcoming generations because they got the some ticket of approval and they fit like you know an agenda you that mold not saying anything about their music because like a lot of people are talented and yeah stuff. of course they, they, yeah. they worked hard initially to reach there where they be but there's yeah there's a filter around this a hundred percent i like but it's true though like that word regulate yeah like it's one of those words where it's just like <laughs> it means more than like what you just think like it's yeah. just well there's like kind of like sugarcoat words you yeah know what i mean like you need to regulate this yeah. like you know what i mean regulate what uh, do you really mean? Control. Like, yeah, you want to tax it, you want to take something from it, you yeah. want to control it. It's control, like, take advantage, yeah, 100%. Yeah, manipulate it. It's just like, let it, everything have its freedom of creativity. Yeah. Imagine a world like that, bro. Yeah. Far out. Yeah. I we'll imagine, sometimes I stop imagining, I stop <laughs> seeing it, but... Nah, we got but it, But we got it. You yeah. have to keep that. We have to keep imagining, that. yeah, because like we're recreating this with what we do and like what I always want to do is influence as many people yeah. to believe in this because some people sometimes lose hope like even friends in my circle not hope but more like you know I'm always the one more like trying to push towards this because I believe yeah. in this like you know it's like we need people to keep believing that we have the freedom to express ourselves without regulations mm. you know I get the good sense of the word regulations which is like you know to give everyone like the sense of safety and like you know make get, make things more accessible and also like push things in a positive direction to yeah. showcase the artists more and like but you know not in the sense of like trying to control so yeah i'm always you know resist yeah <laughs> but it's resisting for yeah. like freedom really yeah. it's a different type of resistance, resistance yeah. you know what i mean oh, yeah so. but we're probably a bit biased but i agree mm -hmm. bro i totally agree i think like but i think having that like hope kind of not even hope but just knowing that you know can get to that place is important as well but you're always going to have the like the dips, yeah, the ups and downs with it, and sometimes be like, nah, like I said, sometimes it will go, but it'll come back. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It'll come back, and it's just about, yeah, holding strong 100%, holding on, holding strong. So, who are some inspirations, bro? Um, in my life, yeah, like honestly, I you know how sometimes like a lot of people will have a direct answer to this, yeah, I don't have a direct answer to this. I just was, I mean, I'm, I'm inspired musically by, by like the closest person to me who's like my uncle who's like okay. a, kind of like one of my best friends he's young he's my mom's like youngest brother yeah. we used to live together and he this guy like is like one of my musical idols he plays 
like he plays keyboard guitar mostly any instrument that he can get his hands on and this he, he never he never studied much music he studied for like a few years but it's not because of studying it's just he just vibes like we he performed with me at the pulso opening as well wow um yeah he's 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 a natural like when he gets into it like you know so self-taught um, musician self-taught wow. and he's like a vibe like he would freestyle with me and stuff so um musically i listen to him like as my main like if wow. i need to get an opinion on something yeah any type of music with any language inspiration any speed, any type of music, he's like, I think my my main. I, I love that. Yeah. I love that it's like someone close to you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people have different. Yeah, ones. we lived together for a while, and now we just a bit moved out. But like, we'll probably live together yeah. again soon and stuff. Like, yeah, he's my G. Wow, um, nice. I love these self-taught musicians. They're everywhere. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because like, yeah, it was a, it's real. Like, mm. you were just feeling and listening and like, yeah, you know. And do um, you feel like the people, like for example, like I was talking to you before about like that message that you posted the other today about how someone said like i feel activated like, yeah 100 percent. that yeah. that, ins- that I, hits I, you as well right course, that inspires you when yeah, you like, touch people when i touch people yeah. through music this is like this is my main inspiration this is like that moment that i spoke about yeah and usually that's the moment that leads to something like this like someone sent me that text like oh best set i ever heard and stuff like i mean it just that this mean this person got touched in the soul felt it like went with the rhythm as like very deeply and and this usually is like what motivates me to keep going like everyone like that just like is there in those moments and hearing like the music and just like loving the experience and yeah. then coming like when they see me later they're like yo best night ever or they give this, that energy this music yeah. they give the energy back and i'm like yep i'm charged up like yeah. <laughs> honestly yes yeah, so, like ready to go mm. <laughs> so yeah so shout out to everybody that ever said that to me yeah like gave me inspiration because like honestly if i'm doing this and i'm just doing it like for me like what am i doing yeah, <laughs> so, yeah exactly like, you know even that like a lot of the times i don't connect on a one-to-one level with a lot of the people that like i play music for or that i host you know just because there's not enough time in the night of and course things yeah. are crazy um but like you know you guys make this happen like mm. whoever you are like yeah, yeah, yeah you know you make this happen so like no nah, i love yeah. that bro people yeah, that are dancing hard like and stuff like that's actually i want to dedicate a special inspiration to the first two rows or maybe all the rows where people are actually dancing dancing hard because like i appreciate the social aspect of nights like this but i also like i like to move yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I, like i get inspired by people that are moving because sometimes like if i'm performing in a place and i like this is who the sample that I like would try to vibe with initially because they're the ones moving so I can see how they move in and see if I need to speed it up or if when I sped it up like they're moving differently or they're wow. not moving then I will be like all right this crowd is like liking you know like the slower like ah. Latin vibes for example like, yeah or, um so yeah I'll so you're like, actually learning from the crowd in the moment in the moment yeah like exactly. oh that's dope yeah and i'll see that's like dope. how people's energy is moving and then i'll try to play i'll tap into that you know so ah. those dances like the one step two step <laughs> that's dope though i like that's yeah that's 100%. that's cool bro like how you see that because mm. sometimes i'm thinking like because you said you don't come prepared you just go on the fly and when I'm like at events, I'm looking at the DJ doing their thing. I'm just like assuming they came with a preset. Do you know what I mean? Most most of the people that I know do. Yeah. Actually. But yeah. it's just cool to get yeah. that perspective. But I also have friends with freestyle. But yeah, most yeah. of the artists that I know will prepare like uh, entirely. Yeah. Like, kind of um, what they're going to be doing. But yeah. You got to like, feed off those. Feed off. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I, li- I, li- 
I like the creative side of things and I want to consider it a performance performance to the maximum, you know? Yeah. So like it is it's a live performance, I think, even when you're when you're DJing because already DJing these days is made much easier due to the electronization of things and yeah. like there's a lot of ways to like do less than when it was vinyl, mm. right? But that doesn't mean that you should just use the technology and just be lazy and consider yourself doing something i True. just like challenges like yeah you know like do more play two or three sounds at the same time yeah. and like tap into your maximum abilities like i want to keep pushing myself or else it's going to be boring and just going to be a job like again, i love that you know? yeah you pushes your creativity 100 yeah i yeah. always try things on the night that might fail and sound like shit yeah <laughs> they never do ah let's go bro <laughs> let's go tell them how it is but see you take yeah. that risk yeah do you know what i mean where you know some people might be like nah that's safe. it goes back to that safe 100%, like putting yeah. a job and yeah, taking right, that on, on the fly. Yeah, yeah. like so, chucking some like acapella, like of like, you know, I don't know, like some raw notorious B.I.G. acapella that is in a weird different speed and chucking yeah. it on top of a track that is like playing like harder, fast techno yeah. and like not trying it at home once is usually like, That's mad. you know, but I love it because sometimes yeah. when it works, when it all works, I just... I'm listening to it at the same time with everyone and that yeah. makes me enjoy the night more because I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did working. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah That's 100%. mad. Do you ever look back? Like, because you, obviously you get people that film and stuff and then yeah, like, exactly. you catch a moment when yeah. you're looking back and like, fuck, I was yeah. in like, yeah. 100%. Recently, like in the last few times, I've been, because a lot of my friends will be so in the moment that they forget to film. <laughs> <laughs> and unless if unless I have a professional person taking videos, but they don't usually record the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but recently I started just to put like a camera recording my whole set oh, so I can man. have access to the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Can I, like I did it actually on Friday, like two hours, I have it all recorded with video. So I'm gonna like browse through it just to listen to different moments and see what I did. Like, yeah. just, just a little bit, just to enjoy it. Like, <laughs> like, of course, because you you're in the moment, you don't get yeah, to actually like, see the whole See, yeah, and from a different time. perspective just, yeah, too perspective, like, yeah. it could probably take like not notes from it but take things from where you could have like even yeah. tweaked it, tweaked it yeah, exactly. or missed something like, like I, I'm, I'm playing in the moment but I'm definitely there's things that I can improve in yeah. regards to my style of, mm. like you know like, like some transition from one genre to the other like I can just I can listen and learn for sure like, yeah. yeah there's always room for that improvement because yeah, I can see sometimes like in the video more than what I was seeing from where I am how people were dancing yeah. and if I see that I change for example to some other genre and then the dancing changed or became less or more I will know I will uh, try to be like okay I changed from techno drum bass what was like happening so, uh, yeah. so do you get like would you say the most of the people that come to the events they're all into like they know what they're going to get or sometimes people are just walking into they don't know what they're getting they, they, they just they maybe know half of what they're gonna get. Yeah. I guess that I'm gonna be like said safely because I'm talking about my parties. Yeah, like, yeah. There's exactly. other brands that will like have more linearity in their music. Yeah, you know, like that. It's like you're going for this music only, mm. and I'm not about that. Like I wanna like I fuck with so much different shit. That yeah. is like you will know like a vibe of what the type of music is it that you're gonna get but like on Friday it was a surprise of every artist like no one knew what they're coming I had yeah. friends playing all sorts of things so I, um, I like that element because I, I'm putting artists that I like to listen to yeah. and I also meet some people sometimes I'm like oh like I wasn't listening to this before but I like it so I think you should play it for people that I invite here to, oh. to dance you know? so yeah no, you don't like I think a lot of times you can get surprises and like not that's, expect what yeah, you're that's the best though. people come more for like the experience and yeah. they know there's going to be like some techno for sure throughout the night because mm. that's like one of like our main foundation like, foundation yeah, yeah yeah but there's a lot of stuff happening that's mad so, yeah i love it so you just like you come across someone 
you like if they put you onto some like genre and you'd be like fuck that's cool you'd 100%, be like come yeah. through and recently and i wanted to do more like um like i've been taking a little bit of a break from doing small events and stuff yeah. like, just to focus on like any next big projects but i always try to involve like live performers other than dj's yeah. into what i'm doing i've been like wanting to like like do some rap live i haven't got to it like yeah, yeah like with a couple people to perform because it takes a little bit more uh preparation in regards to like synchronizing for example with the music and stuff but yeah like that's that's something i'm like gonna tap yeah. into next and um i've had like the keyboard saxophone stuff like this that's cool Ooh. but like i've also recently i'm working with someone potentially i found the right person to do yeah. like electric guitar Ooh, like wow. you know like metal kind yeah. of vibe yeah. as well like that's that's cool yeah. yeah i'm thinking of that dude that michael jackson had oh um, uh, let's hit up name? that guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> that just goes ham like cause yeah. i was just picturing it like yeah that is intense when you just got yeah that, under like, the red lights yeah you know, yeah like, with yeah. the you know unexpected as well like uh, you know i think some the element of surprise in shows is always really nice mm. like it's nice it's it's a bit challenging yeah. when for example if you booked an artist like that let's say i book the guitar for something and work with something someone on a nice piece not to promote them Beforehand. as part of the event yeah. because then you're losing a bit of leverage right True. so you got to have a brand that you can rely on or have the ability to put people in the room yeah. trusting like what they're going to get kind of thing um but yeah you know that's the work that's yeah i was going to say that's uh, a tough thing right there yeah. to have that balance yeah mm. 100% so you just got to take some content from everything that you do and make sure that you use that to inspire people to come to the next yeah. thing. And it's, it's We've it's been just, doing it's well, real. bro. It's footage, you know? Yeah. Like just people will watch, be like, oh, I like this. Let's go check out something. Yeah. So, yeah. Sydney stuff right now, though, with events industry specifically because um, tourism hasn't opened up properly mm. yet. And, like, a lot of people went on sudden holidays now because it's been a couple of years where people weren't able right, to. Everyone's in so it's been, yeah, it's been yeah. a, it's been a downtime other than like everyone is overseas. We're not getting the fucking traffic yet here. Like, yeah. you know, people were still hesitating. I think it's happening soon. Summer's Slowly coming up. Wave, this yeah. is like the, the summer where like things are open fully for a while. So I think summer. the summer is going to be good, but please have some sunshine. Please, bro. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say, if it's like a proper like summer, like Australian summer, yeah, It'll be, it will attract With everything everyone. open yeah, up. Yeah. And yeah, but like, oh, yeah, if people are looking at the weather of Sydney and they're seeing rain. Yeah. So I don't know who's running this like weather department. But <laughs> <laughs> like, who's running the weather department? <laughs> you know. Yeah, we should call them, call and complain. Yeah, 100%. Because <laughs> we probably could. <laughs> we are. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this oh, is the complaint. That's so true. <laughs> Have you seen this show on Netflix? Fuck, this animated show and it's called like... I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically about like the shadow government and stuff. And it's like, it's taking the piss though, but it's funny. But it's like, they're taking the piss, but they're saying some like, some things that you're like, I don't know, bro. They're just like mocking you as you watch it. Yeah. But uh, fuck, what's it called? I need to figure it out. I will yeah, send it to you because something good. that you'd like. Yeah, there's, I mean, I believe that a lot of things RTV are mockeries. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, it's some sh like, you know, like, I'm not going to get into this a lot, but like, you, you watch something sometimes, you're like, like, this is made with a certain point of view to show us something that is very clear in front of our mind that is wrong with the world but we're just happy to sit here and watch, and watch it, it you know like example being is the simpsons like, yeah yeah like i don't know like i i don't watch the simpsons much i just catch some like some, some episode but the simpsons literally has like mocks everything in the world that is wrong with it like you know so much problems i'm not going to even give examples plus there's very obvious scenes of almost predicting 
<laughs> events and yeah. stuff like this, you know? And it's just like, it means like that there's a pattern that like, you know, they're basing the show on and people are just sitting there like, ha ha, yeah. laughing at themselves. But, yeah, you know, laughing at themselves. At themselves yeah, yeah, like, you know, yeah. And just, I believe like this is, like I watch television just like everyone else sometimes. I don't have a TV at my place mm. to help me watch less, you know, yeah. but I still catch my share of things. Yeah, but I like, I believe like, yeah, television since it started, it's being used to, mellow out and push people's mind in a certain direction whether mm. we realize it or not and television sits hand in hand right now with our phones that push certain content but yeah. television was the initial thing like when the, the box came the, in the OG. house you know the OG that's the how OG of the... a screen that you look at you know we yeah. all now base our furniture in the living room around facing a television not facing each other like Ooh, you know I like, like that one like it's crazy you're always listen. thinking yeah when you're doing inspections and stuff or buying a place like oh where's the TV gonna go it's your first question in, in a lounge room you know <laughs> like just, not like oh how we can do this place so it's a vibe so we can spend fucking time with each other and our family like <laughs> and talk you know? as a family so, yeah, yeah like that's deep bro so I'm not basing my rooms off television yeah so. <laughs> but that's so true though yeah. like House inspections and stuff, it's always yeah. like, it's like the centerpiece. 100%, yeah. Fuck. Like, it would be like a fireplace as well back in the day or something like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, At but least. now they put the TV like in front of it <laughs> and you don't even have fire there. Like, <laughs> oh, you have a fire on the TV. On the TV, yeah, <laughs> literally, yeah, like 100%. Shit, that's when you know it's a bit backwards, eh? Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. I never thought of it like that. Yeah, the tell live vision, bro. That's like, nice whatever we're watching right now on Netflix and on all other platforms, Netflix is a big one because they have yeah. a lot of content. Um, maybe I won't even remember this, but I probably will because that's how I think. Like in 20 years, sci-fi future things that are being shown there are realities. Yeah, facts. This is facts. Like 20 years ago, if you look at what TV was showing, what's happening now, now is reality of the Which 20 years ago show you yeah. know like the people were flying in suits and flying places and yeah. having a projection and talking to someone on the other side of the world and like 97 you'd be like yeah sci-fi yeah. <laughs> you know it's there it's just right. technology doesn't get released in the world that quickly because it's very groundbreaking sometimes and they just gets held off and yeah. put into products and first used by military and then That's it's like shown to the people you know I was gonna say so, so, all the tech that we get that we think is new no it's military for 40 years it, yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. and like it's new to us yeah and yeah. this is not conspiracies guys conspiracy is mm. just the word created to diminish real things mm. any person that has logic can look at things and interpret them you know this like a, a lot of words that get created they get created just to give narratives that are real less value like mm. so right now there's this buzzword conspiracy theory yeah. but like it's not a theory when it's a past event based on facts mm. i know that this right now we live in this age of like not like disinformation but misinformation there's yeah. a lot of information out mm. there's like over information yeah that get, confuses a lot of people on what they should believe in and not believe in because there's so much content and yeah. the ability to create um but there's some things that are a bit clearer than others so this word conspiracy is like it's just a buzzword created to like diminish the value of yeah. like you know fucking facts mm. you know so like just look at things do your own research like don't rely on like watching the main channel of news and be like hey, this is what's up like mm. own research i don't mean like first two links on google either because that's also like yeah like part of the media you know you got to look at both sides as look well at both sides like in. you know yeah. dig in like you know go to like like go to blogs go to reddit like yeah. go to places where like things are not filtered they're not by yeah, an organization true. see what people are saying this is where you can know what's mm. up like but yeah you know what it is though people just like 
like it's just too much for too people. Much, you yeah, know what I mean? Too much. Yeah. Not everybody wants it. Sometimes like I get that, but I have fun with stuff like that, to be honest. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, this is this is actually like fun. Like for me, like I'm just like, I get a little kick out of it. Yeah, like, right. This is mad. This is cool. Yeah. Get down this rabbit hole. Like, yeah, know. it doesn't have to be like something that's gonna change your life forever. Yeah. You don't have to move to a hut in the middle of Yeah, it doesn't have to and, change like, your whole fucking no, life. But just, like it's good to know. It's good to open your mind. Like since you're watching so much television that sometimes is rubbish for you, you yeah. can invest your time in finding out about things that mean something. But you know, like when you're four years old and you're put into a school and you're being fed information, yeah. not looking for it, then you're just going to be keep being fed information because you're just suddenly an adult and you're not learning and you're working yeah. and you want to, you don't know what to do. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's I'm, true. I'm, I'm generalizing here. A lot of people are different, but I'm just talking about like, you know, there is, a, there is some generalization that I can make that mm. people are more programmed into receiving information rather yeah. than like looking out for it themselves or making their own decisions or listening to the higher self like you mm. know? so yeah it's true how school does that because like you have the syllabus or like the standard right 100%. and then like everything's coming from that from that so what you learn is and you stay in that and like you're being graded from that <laughs> from that and you are less good and you are shown less fucking love even by your family yeah, if you're true. not doing good if it's like this type of traditional yeah yeah of course where, like, yeah some people are like are different but like this is this is what's up so you sit there you're four you still don't even know all like you don't know nothing <laughs> and then first all right one plus one equal two a b c and followed on from that you're being graded on listening to this teacher that's teaching a syllabus that you know they didn't even create and it's goes they on from there wrote it. They have so no idea. in the first seven eight years of our lives is the time where we are built are created but we were being created by our parents who are part of the same system mm. who are, and by school with a bunch of random teachers who just get paid to enforce books on us. So, <laughs> like, you know, I'm a big believer in, like, education at home. If the parents are open enough to do that, means they are going to do it well. Yeah. But it's hard to do in the current world. Of course. Because, like, you need both people to work and yeah. stuff. And, yeah. I'm seeing this a lot more recently, though. Like, um, strange. There's, like, a lot of people, especially in the last few couple of years, yeah. are resorting to, like, getting out of the matrix like i'm a part of this facebook group and yeah. i thought it's the beginning is like some it's not going to be that active you know yeah but there's hundreds of thousands of people it's called it's like literally about getting off the grid wow and some people building are, like a commune and or? yeah and it's yeah. not like just like what they're going to be probably labeled as like you know i don't know random hippies no yeah. these are families they're like people yeah. like that are selling their homes in cities and in places and just moving out back with yeah. a few other families just to live like you know like mm. um, whether in a, it's in a camper van whether they're actually there's different ways to do it but yeah. like you know um, escaping from a traditional system and teaching their kids like just more simpler values mm. and uh, they can work on the land and sustain themselves almost there's degrees yeah. of how off the grid you can get of you course know? yeah um, and how skilled you, know, you are to how be skilled you are to, yeah. to do that and like I see sometimes sh uh, shouts from like landowners who are like oh we're like already like 20 people here we have space still because it's a big paddock yeah. if you can do anything with your hands or anything at all a will to contribute uh, hit us up and let's chat yeah. and like people are doing this you know so it's like it's like you bring your skills to the table yeah because initially the world started like this like you that, know you're like, right yeah. like you you basically used to as a human just need to work to eat and survive right mm. so initially you either gather or hunt food back in the days right yeah. and then like or then we started like planting our own yeah and then now like we are so far from all of that because now we're being told that the only way to live is yeah. just to basically go and get this number transferred to our bank account yeah. you know but that's not true <laughs> like that's not true at all like and mm. 
it comes part of like this, you know, enforcing of like licenses to everything and regulations again, like coming back. Regulations, to, you know. Back uh, to the fucking yeah. regulations. It's like, but that's not true. Like, why, why is it enforceable that, you know, you're not allowed to plan on your land? <laughs> like, yeah. you, you are allowed, you know, it's, and you can. It's just, just harder life now because we're all used to the more suburban life and mm. more city life and stuff. But yeah, I like this movement. It's pretty cool. And but, it's, it's deep that There's a lot of families that are doing it. Yeah. It's because like, it's at that point where it's like, do you want to raise your, like, you've been through it. Like, so you've been through that, like, and you've noticed how it's affected you and you're yeah. like, it's like that breaking generational curses type thing. 100%. It's like, do I want to put my kids through that? The like, same thing, no. No, nah, like know. me personally, definitely, I'd be like, no, nah, it'd be something totally different. Just because I know, like, from my personal experience, strictly my personal experience, I'd be like, no, nah. because cause at the end of the day, your kids are going to be like 23 of your chromosomes and 23 of, like, say, your partner's chromosomes. Yeah. So probably going to be very similar to you. Yeah. <laughs> so you can kind of, of make that little bit of an assumption where it's just like, there'll be certain tendencies, do you know what I mean? Like, 100%. just biologically. So you could be like, no, nah, I think the best thing would be to go off grid or these yeah. communes and stuff but you're right it has i've noticed i've seen things and seen like these youtubers like create tribes and stuff i'm like oh, that's real like, that's proper. pretty cool yeah and also like really what skill did i learn in the school system that i that is useful for me right nice. now i was yeah. just being fed with so much information yeah i forgot 80 percent of it yeah the 20 percent that i still remember are like basic mathematics and language language mm. you almost learn on your own and you can study language as a part of like a alternative education Facts. you know and like you can have a bit of a primary education with like high level things to understand things about the world that mm. you will the things that i still remember right now are things that we should learn yeah. in school probably you know yeah, yeah. you learn about the universe and how the universe is yeah. and like you know space and laws of like you know like basic laws of biology and yeah. physics and stuff but like not like to a level where we're enforcing this heavy curriculum on you and like fake history and all of this shit just like things that you don't even remember so mm. it can be improved I don't know it's <laughs> true though like when I when <laughs> <laughs> like that's a very like simple statement it can be improved yeah. Some, someone work on it please yeah. like improved or removed <laughs> or removed yeah <laughs> either one I try to be diplomatic yeah yeah, yeah no facts <laughs> <laughs> but it's true man like it's cool like like how you were breaking it down like what you learned like 20% of that I'm just like half of the stuff I actually have to unlearn. You know I mean, I have to like be break like out of it, break yeah. out of it because yeah. like now nah, that ain't how it is. Yeah. But like yeah, that like that seven years or however long of like just one program, one set routine, it's gonna take a while to like to break out to of. break out. Do you know what I mean, yeah. and to shift it or to change it or even replace it with different things. Yeah. You know? Some people live their whole life without having anyone in their life that will help them break out of it. Yeah, most people, mm. you know. That's why sometimes, like, I will meet people, and then initially I have this like filtered version of myself. Like, yeah, yeah. I have this person that, you know, like where I, I'm not gonna hit you with any heavy shit, with yeah. nothing. I'm just gonna be like nice and polite, and like, yeah. cause you're part of my life newly, you yeah. know. But then, like, when I start doing that, it means I'm caring about someone more. And if I mm. care about you, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be like sharing what I learned in my own experience. Like, I'm not like teaching anyone. I just like yeah. to share things more than not mm. because, like if like I care about you and I see that like I learned something that will benefit you I'm gonna say it yeah like, you know but and then you will see resistance sometimes in yeah. people that haven't been exposed to like more real shit cause yeah. like and some people resist too much like cause like they learned a lot from like their education and they're growing up that it's hard to break out of it that quickly you know yeah and yeah in this point you either invest more time because you someone means more to you to try to like snap them snap them yeah. out of some yeah. situations and sometimes you don't and that's life and mm. you have different friends and yeah. you gotta know when to yeah, yeah when when it's when it's the vibe like, yeah to do that when like your higher self says say more I guess, mm. yeah. Yeah. yeah 
It takes a while to learn that. For and me personally, reciprocity, reciprocity, and like energy, chemistry. Yeah, there's a lot of factors that involve how mm. how much we say to someone. And it's true. I like how you said that. You're going with the filtered version at the yeah. beginning. I'm kind of like that as well. It's yeah, it's like you just have that. Yeah, where it's just like. Yeah, because you can't go all in. Hell no. Huh? You might be putting a crazy home. <laughs> 100%. If I went all in. <laughs> Especially in like uh, in what I do, for example, it involves yeah. interacting with sometimes hundreds of people on yeah, the same yeah. night, right? And like I'm also like, uh, I'm an extrovert, but I'm an introvert. Mm. Like, I like my alone time and I like my space. So I can't always be having fully open conversations with like 200 people. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's sometimes people take that like in the wrong way. Like they'll like, like think that I'm like just like, I don't know, being cocky or not really wanting to conversate and stuff. No, yeah. but like we don't always have energy to connect 100%. on a proper level with 200 people. Like, yeah. um, I actually recently like um, was catching up with like, uh, she's a new friend, but we're yeah. like very close um, a few months ago, actually. And we caught up properly for the first time. I know her for like a couple of years yeah. and we caught up properly for the first time, like a, f- a couple of months ago. And like after 20 minutes chat or something, she's like, yo. Like you are not like <laughs> I thought you are, and she repeated this for like a few weeks of yeah, like yeah. us like her chatting and stuff because she's like, yeah, because like I'm like yeah, you just saw like my public like version, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, my yeah. filtered version, you know, mm. the version with the wall because like we're in this environment where I'm not gonna be like vulnerable, like, yeah, with yeah. 200, 300 people that I don't know. Like, yeah, you gotta kind of protect <laughs> your energy. Yeah, like, exactly. In those situations yeah, like, yeah. for sure. It's it's okay to protect your energy. Like you know, sometimes people feel that having up a wall is bad. No, it's good. Like yeah, you know, like we exchange energy with everyone that we interact with. Mm. So, uh, you know, we can't be our raw self all the time. Yeah, like uh, you know, saying that is not realistic. Like maybe you can, but you need to have been enlightened as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, facts. <laughs> you you know? monk mode yeah, for that shit. Like, yeah, yeah. 100%, so. it's so true. Yeah. It's just knowing when to like. Yeah, knowing your spots. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you learn that through time. 100%. And experience and like fucking, yeah. yeah. Going all in and then someone being like, oh, well, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, so now I know like <laughs> yeah, where I know the line little, is. Yeah, where the line is. I pushed the line though. You got to toe the line to know the line. Do you know yeah, what I mean? 100%. That's a bar. You got to toe the line to know the line. I got to remember that one. Man, what are some other uh, hip hop influences, bro? Uh, I, li- I love Tupac. You like Pac? Notorious yeah. B.I.G. Like, um, N.W.A. were great because they were like all about that rebellion head. Yeah, like, yeah. that's your like yeah, yeah, that fire. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Yeah. yeah, they were like a group of like young individuals like who made a collective who were in that time like being oppressed as fuck Heavy. and representing like a huge community of people like them that are being oppressed. So I'm like, yo, like these motherfuckers, like, <laughs> God, she's real. And like, I'm. Um, like they did some shit like you know they were like shut down by police on stage you know Heavy like stuff, yeah. you know when like they sang some songs that were like banned supposedly a song that was banned what <laughs> you know gets more so, and more crazy yeah, well, yeah these exactly. examples here you know the president coming in songs getting banned it's yeah. like what the like, you know, and this was ages ago do you know what I mean yeah, and if people still look at the world and be like yo we live in a free country no you don't <laughs> like, no you don't like when you can have hundreds of police officers show up mm. to a music event yeah, and like shut you down from saying what you feel like, mm. and you're like, "Whoa!" So like, we can say whatever we want, yeah. right? As long as we're not hurting anybody. So yeah, like, like yeah. But they always like, yeah, the NWA was sick, like, and uh, they never changed. Yeah, like they stayed. They like, stayed, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, they never yeah. like let fear or any of that get to them and be like, no, "Okay, now it's my- like, you know, Easy E died. Ice Cube is a legend. Yeah, Dre is a R. legend, and, like, and others doing some good shit as well. Yeah. Facts. Yeah, yeah. That and that West Coast sound was different. Yeah, hundred percent. It's different. Yeah. It's got a different feel. I remember when I went to Compton for the first time. Oh, you been? Yeah. What was it like? <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, I mean, I just, I, I got out of this, like, we were staying in, like, Long Beach. I yeah. I think it was at the South. And, like, 
we I didn't know LA much and we took this hotel in Long Beach. I didn't know that we're gonna have to be taking this train all the way up to the like the places where like the more touristy shit. So yeah. we're always crossing through Compton, it was on the line. Yeah. That, that that blue line was hectic. Like yeah. the, like people the blue walking, line. The blue like line, that. that's what it's called. Like you know, like people were walking like around with like fucking sound systems on their yeah. shoulders all and like, like black label bottle and this fucking blunt and I'm like, Yes, <laughs> this culture is alive yeah. in here. <laughs> like wow. you know, yeah, Compton was sick. I didn't get to go to much places because I was just solo yeah. and I didn't plan for this trip so I didn't have friends to show you that's you need people to yeah, know yeah. like I walked around the street like you know you hear the music blasting from places that that's like, mad. I vibe with and stuff but like I definitely need to go again to like yeah. but you can you can you can feel the energy in the people there mm. like literally even just being in the train station honestly yeah, you can the, feel that energy you can feel the energy wow like, you know like I, I felt that I related a lot like, yeah because like I was listening to this music since I was eight like, mm. <laughs> a lot and I was listening to every word of it like, yeah, yeah. And it was very descriptive fucking music so facts <laughs> like very yeah. descriptive so, <laughs> how long ago was this when you um three four five years ago okay. I think five years ago yeah I had oh, just man. like I've been living in Australia for a couple of years yeah and I was finishing my uni and my uni was like so expensive so yeah. I paid a lot for this uni so I wanted like to get something back out of it so I found this grant yeah. that like I used to get them to pay for my LA trip shout out to UTS for funding Let's that trip go I just did the marathon for two days and I was for the like, other 10 and you guys paid for this so I'm letting you know now like this was some gangster shit <laughs> you paid for our food for our hotel like for our tourism like everything like even drinks so <laughs> shout out to you all <laughs> you probably won't hear this but like you know <laughs> this guy going straight out of court <laughs> straight out of comp yeah. <laughs> I love that bro wow I didn't even know that was possible like, yeah, you like, get I, grants I, like that I, I dug into it basically if you're representing the uni overseas in a competition yeah you can apply for grants and there's also some other type of grant like for like doing something else and then I applied for both yeah. I found a mar uh, like a hackathon or something it's a competition where you like yeah. design some idea and pitch it and stuff it was two days yeah. I found out one that looked cool it was like right in downtown LA yeah. <laughs> I made a little pitch deck I pitched it to the uni like yo I want to do this and made the application and this is what we're going to represent the uni there we're going <laughs> to kick some ass you know I found a couple younger friends yeah. who like I brought with me they were like not even 21 they couldn't get into any of the venues yeah. they were like 19 and 20 <laughs> so I was like just kicking it solo <laughs> um, and then yeah we got the money we're like alright <laughs> let's go and we actually won first place in the competition really? so we represented so, so you fooled, like, you did your thing yeah we, we did our there. thing yeah, yeah we went there we went well, then there first place so we deserved it 100% 100% like you know so it was cool that's mad there you go all the uni students yeah. out there you want to get creative honestly like people didn't know this at my uni no one ever done this but look yeah. at your university's grants unis here have some good programs like not all of them but the big ones which have a lot of students dig through it take advantage go overseas for free bro you heard it right here yeah. that's dope I never I never knew that existed that's so cool that would have maybe given me a bit more incentive to stay in school stay or do some shit yeah, yeah like shit that's possible because I can get you get creative with the pitch and stuff yeah I exactly yeah. and I only did that just because I'm an international student and I was paying a lot of cash up front for my uni uh, oh but yeah you, it's but, tough on the tough, international yeah. students exactly I paid like 80 grand for two years so like uh, of stuff but if you have hex you can still do this. So then you're winning. That's, you're really <laughs> winning if you got hex. You know, yeah. You're using double the money. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Bro, yeah. that's crazy though. 80 grand. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, like universities in Australia get most of their funding plus profit from international students. Like there's Damn. a big market. It's a big industry. Damn. So they, they have like marketing agencies in the big countries and also all around the world like, yeah. to try to get 
to try to get people here. <laughs> they got marketing agencies. Marketing, yeah, marketing agencies, literally. Like, <laughs> it sounds like business. Australia is a marketed country. It's literally like, you, if you go across the world, they yeah. have like these videos. Like, there's mockeries in the music scene about these videos. Yeah. Like the, you know, New South Wales Tourism, they made this video about our nightlife like two or three years ago. <laughs> yeah. And it was like very fast, a lot of lights. They like yeah. lights and they spend a lot of money <laughs> on lights, <laughs> you know? And like it, sh- like, it showed cinema and stuff and it showed yeah. like some dancing and it was trying to basically sell this idea that Sydney is a nightlife city. And we're like, no, it's not. Like everything shuts at nine and there's no music events after two. It's not a nightlife city. Yeah, yeah. But like they spend on their marketing. Like yeah. It's a country, and they made it know, look like it was. It look like it's like more vibe. Oh. That was what actually got me to move here in the first place because I didn't no know. Way. How, yeah, I mean, I... I wanted to come and study, yeah. but like I also wanted to explore other places and like try like, you know, I don't know what we'll call it here, more like, you know, big city vibe, like, yeah. you know, nightlife that is 24-7 and stuff. And I didn't do much research on it. I could have probably did some research, but like the research would have showed me the marketing videos. So like, wow, <laughs> I, that's I came so funny. and then I found out like after that, it's like, it's big city vibe with like town nightlife. Literally, yeah. Like 2, 3 a.m. is what my home country has even we used to go all night and like have hope, live music all night Beirut goes, fucking fast. goes off yeah it goes off yeah 24 7 like 24 7 you got 24 like 7 things for sure including Fuck. food bars you know like stuff like this yeah wow so it's not everywhere 24 7 but like you got the option yeah like, yeah you know? so it's like there yeah 100 and would you say there's like a, there's a bit of a majority or minority that like can go do you know what i mean as in like when i i just realized how i said that minority majority. Yeah. as in like um like, is there a lot of people that go real late? Like, is there like, yes, a, is yes. it a huge there's, vibe? There's a sunrise culture. Okay, sure. yeah, yeah. Like, you can follow a couple of, there's a couple of pages on Instagram that always show the videos there and there's sunrises every week that are full, <sighs> you know? So, it's a it's a vibe. Like, it definitely has a better nightlife than Sydney in, in that regards. Yeah, like in, yeah. In regards to like, you know, freedom and going all night, even that the people there are going through so much more and they have access I was gonna, to so yeah. much less. But, they love the fucking party. Ah, <laughs> sunrise party. Yeah, like and going till the sunrise. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Know? Yeah, so it's yeah, not, it doesn't few, start at sunrise. It yeah. ends at sunrise. Oh, it or it's halfway. in the daytime. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, there's this like cool club called BO18. Yeah. Um, they're like, they used to be like a bunker in the world that, war that has like this metal kind of opening and it goes on in the night and then like it kind of can open in the morning yeah. and then just you see the sun like, just, <laughs> you know, it's sick. Like, and there's a lot of... That's mad. So the people there love their entertainment. Yeah. Honestly, this is all that keeps Lebanese people going is the mm. fact that there's like music and entertainment like never cease to be at full throttle no matter yeah. what the Really? Place so it's always through. like, it's always it's, booming like It's that. always booming. People Throughout are struggling and complaining and shit. But like, and then you go to the club on Saturday night and it's full and people spending money. I don't know how. Yeah. It's probably due to the fact that there's a lot of people in Lebanon leaving and then sending money back to their families and stuff keeping uh, like, keeping that alive and also yeah. a lot of tourists that go back True. and stuff because there's more Lebanese people in the world than there is in Lebanon like you know 100% yeah, I've like noticed 10 million or 11 million even that they're not all coming back but if you get the whole country there is 4 million if you get a if you have a million tourists that are visiting every fucking cycle of 5 yeah. to 10 years you're getting a booming True. Like, you know tourism so, so there's more Lebanese people out of Lebanon which is yeah like uh, oh. Le- uh, Lebanese slash second or third generation probably yeah. like this this probably involves your grandpa is you know yeah, so, yeah. Ah. I guess yeah that's interesting what's your last name uh, Hajar 
means like a rocker. <laughs> rocker. Rocker. Like yeah, as like, in like rock uh, yeah, out on stage. Like, I mean, it's like a literally, it's like rock, basically, like rock. You know. Oh, that's mad. It's like a. I think it used to be an occupation. Yeah. Like for people, like you know, crafting rocks and stuff like this. I know. Ah. You know what? I was never interested. Not interested. I was never invited to like look into my family history yeah. up until like this year, and I haven't mm. did any research because I haven't been home in like three, four years. But yeah. like the maximum that I knew was my grandpa. Yeah. You know, and from both sides of things. From my mom's side, I knew more. Like I used to ask more about the parent of my grandpa and stuff. But in general, I never looked back. And I'm pretty sure that there's way if I need to research a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, you I'm could curious, trace it back. Because yeah. I want to trace back some shit, like to find out more origin of the last name. Should bro, like, that'd be dope. That yeah, because I'm starting to realize the value of your ancestry. And like you know, I I've been finding out a lot more about generational traumas also in the last couple of years. So, um, I'm very interested in knowing how that is affecting me because that yeah. will help me grow and s snap out of a few things honestly because sometimes we don't snap out of something because we don't even know that it's there but if yeah. we, just, we can find out some things this will help us like you know break more of like any generational negative thing that is affecting me and also learn more from any positive thing that I didn't know about so yeah. it can be it can a lot be of answers can lie in your like yeah in your bloodline in yeah. your 100%. in your heritage it's so true and it's like how you said, like you could be like you could have these tendencies that you have like to play out and it's like because of that great, great, great grand. hundred percent. And like you'd yeah. never know that yeah, until it's you know genes is being passed along. Exactly. So, yeah. And then I think like we've also like lost that like especially in the West world more, like that culture of like having your grandparents where you can like see them all the time. Because, you know, they put them in nursing homes. They, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, here, yeah. So you're like, disconnected from, normally you have that type of, especially yeah, in Arab mom, families where you bro, talk. Bro, my grandpa, the grandparents' place was like one minute from mine. Yeah. For like most of my life. Mm. It still is. So I, I mean, later on when I grew up and got busy, I go there later. But like, growing up until i was like 20 even like yeah i'm there at least once a week twice yeah. a week sleeping there you know like love that connecting yeah. with them like my mom's side specifically so yeah you know i'm actually more connected with my mom's side for the family okay um, yeah and i know them more but i want to get into like my dad's side because i i have a feeling that that's where my more let's call them less explored qualities that i can yeah that i can work on yeah. are from there you know i started uh, to realize that recently so i'm like i'm keen to know more about my dad's side of the family so i can deep, like bro. you know yeah, yeah you know see what's up yeah that's interesting it's, it's crazy how both play a huge part do you know i mean both yeah. like yeah it's creating balance between the both yeah do you know what i mean it's it's true man because when i was younger i was definitely like really fixated on like understanding my dad's culture more my dad's from ghana so but then like yeah when the older i got i'm like wait but like because my grandma from my mom's side is here but my grandma from my dad's side she has passed but she was in ghana but i'm like i should like what's look what's already here for here, me yeah. to like do you know what i mean i'll learn from and absorb because there's so much like knowledge and wisdom from like your grand from that. grandma or yeah, grandpa. they've been through a whole big ass life, you know. Bro, full yeah. life. Do yeah. I mean? Like imagine how trippy it is for like your grandma or grandpa, like their kids have kids now. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, and just sitting but imagine like <laughs> I always like going my grandma I'm like, is it trippy like at these family events you're just sitting here and like all your kids are here and then their kids' kids are here, and then even their kids it's like could you imagine that? Like fuck sitting there being like I, I mean, trip the fuck out. Honestly, like, like yeah, I, I don't know. Like I would imagine it being very peaceful well humans are never peaceful we're always like yeah. having something we're dealing with but like if i like i'm not decided on like kids and family yet yeah, like yeah. just because the world is challenging and I, I need to be sure that i can like give them my all and Raise like yeah and, yeah and get them not to be 
like i don't know i gotta homeschool them <laughs> basically <laughs> like um but which is challenging so i'm rathering mm. for now to say that i won't yeah um but i think we'll be very peaceful if you create a family and it's already second generation because the reason to create a family is to have a group that you belong to and that you love and that love you back and take care of you yeah later on. like yeah so they should be kicking it well if i'm if I'm making my family, yeah. I'm gonna raise if them I'm in making, a way, like yeah. you know, making yeah, we make yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we creating yeah, facts, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are the creators or one of the creators, facts, <laughs> co-creators, co-creators, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I will probably education them and teach them in a way that, like, when I'm older, like, I want to chillax, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, Bro, imagine, so. yeah, I saw like this documentary, this like guy in like Thailand or Cambodia, and he had like like ridiculous amount of kids and like <laughs> wives and everything like to the point we had like a town town literally yeah. but Lebanon it's a thing yeah but he's just sitting back and yeah like everyone's like just kick it i'm like yeah this guy's definitely at peace you know yeah. what i mean because you provided and you like worked and yeah. you raised and you taught and you became friends with like your kids and yeah exactly. like if you're if you're being genuine and real and yeah like, doing it well you know then yeah like mm. should have a clan <laughs> it's true man and it all starts from that fla- f- family, family family structure yeah which is doesn't is not as encouraged here or that does not what australia is like traditionally mm. i guess for example mm. and a lot of western countries i guess would be more like yeah. this and the world in general is becoming a bit more like this like it's a direction that things are heading and like, yeah even back home like you know like still not as much of course in other areas but like you know grow up move out you know do your thing, get into the system, get a mortgage or whatever, like whatever's going to keep you busy from being close to your family mm. is what like, I feel the world is heading yeah. into more, you know, it's like, like separating you. Yeah. From literally your you're, you're like, you would tell, you'll tell your parents you're busy to go see them, but you're sitting watching a series, True. for example, for True. one whole night. Yeah. So it's just, it's happening. Yeah. Like, this like, distancing yeah. yeah social distance yeah the distancing yeah. i no, said yeah. half of it because yeah, i was yeah. like i feel sick by saying the whole word it doesn't so. make any sense. <laughs> sense at all well, like, all right you know? <laughs> we were at the bookstore the other day and he, he bought 1984 like he bought the book and then he was talking about like new speak or something or one of those things because uh, we have to study in school yeah and then we're like i'm like bro wouldn't like social distancing be the one go in that category because one of those words where it's just like they contradict each other like you being social but you're distancing yeah but like but to be social you have to like if i want to be social with you i'm like sitting like this far from you do you know what i mean if i'm want to be i can't be social with you if i'm over there do you know what i mean 100%. this so is like, like it goes it this is this is engineering yeah facts these words are not created randomly yeah when they're like this mass scale it's thought these words are thought through right yeah. they could have made it physical distancing mm. which makes more sense yeah this, this is a disease being True, physically that close way more sense. means that you are at risk and keep apart means you are physically distancing so it's <laughs> physical distancing or you just debunked like the shit out of it just then that like. is so true <laughs> yeah if so. anything is physical distancing, distancing. yeah 100%. that makes so much more sense 100 and oh no make it social because like you know let's get people away from each other yeah oh, this is how i see it because mm. if you speak english <laughs> you will realize like honestly because the society didn't need to be distanced the society needs yeah. to be as close as possible because it was a crisis mm. just physical distancing guys like try to yeah. step away from each other don't go places if you don't need to be you know yeah. but like connect yeah, like, yeah we still need to be humans and have yeah. that connection yeah, yeah that's 100%. our fundamental like yeah that's true physical this i like that bro i like that one i'm gonna start using that because this comes up in conversations a lot yeah don't worry i'll shout you out as well Well, he gave me that one check out the podcast as well by the way sick bro we don't well yeah yeah, exactly
Fuck, bro. No. Oh, this has been fun, man. We've done really well. We've done good. We've done 140. It's pretty good, man. Sick, really? Yeah. Like Damn, that. bro. It goes like that. I told you. I told you. We're just getting the flow. And then it's just like, you look at the time, you're like, fuck, bro. What's the longest you've had it for? Longest was like two and a bit. Oh, Dario. Okay. Um, okay, he was, you probably seen him in my stories, like the OG, yeah. American guy, crump dancer oh sick yeah 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 because he, he just had so many stories shout out to d oh, his stories yeah. were like because he's um he's definitely lived like many many lives you know i mean yeah and um yeah he was just going in oh fuck yeah. stories from the state stories from here to the point where i had to be like d but <laughs> <laughs> camera's cut off it's not working anymore <laughs> like we gotta <laughs> we could, I'm like, we'll do a part two Pull the plug yeah. on d <laughs> like it was just a lot but it was great it was great you know what i mean that it goes back to what we we're saying about the ogs the grandparents that they have so many stories, so much wisdom that can just help you. Yeah, hundred percent. It's nice to like also be young and have grandparent energy. Then yeah, like, facts. Means you've been through a lot, like stuff. Mm, like, you know. That's that old soul. Yeah, like yeah, like I'm 28. I feel that I'm like I I can I can play and I feel like I'm 16. But at yeah. the same time, I feel that I'm like mentally like 38. You know. Yeah. yeah Actually, yeah. I was hearing recently someone was talking about like, um, like point in time i forgot where they referred to like where culture was like it's a it's an aboriginal culture that yeah. they basically did not have an adult age it was just more like an adult wisdom so you're considered an adult based on having portraying certain qualities and like being a certain way so you don't just like become an adult by being 18 and like get handed over like a car and like the right to do whatever you want like that's it's deep. Like, it was like a. I love this. A I'm presence, like, a mentality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you, you have to go through a bit of not like exams or tests or anything. Yeah. It's just like I didn't ask more details, but like it was basically about your community and like who you're part of. Yeah. Will like say that yeah, right now you are an adult. For some people that might be 15 because yeah. they've been through it. For some people that should be 30, I think in Fuck, my opinion. I days. like that. You know? Yeah, because. I don't think 18-year-old, you're it's an adult. It's so true, bro. It's so it's true, though. Like, I know some 18-year-olds that are, like, mass switched on. I'm like, 100%. Whoa, look at, yeah. I'm like, bro, yeah. like, even yeah. when I was at 18, I wasn't there. I was like that, 100%. And then I know some 20, I'm 26, and 26-year-old, I'm like, bro, you're a kid, bro. Yeah, 100%. Kid. Yeah. yeah like, so, what's happening here? <laughs> I mean, like, that, like, mm. Yeah, should bring that back or bring that. Yeah, bring that. Forward. Bro, a lot of it comes back to, like, indigenous cultures. Yeah. All, the fun all the answers are in all these, like, ancient. Yeah. Bro, even just, like... I was talking to this, shout out to Mohit, this Indian brother that I met. He was talking about um, how, like, in his, like, town, it was like, okay, let's go, like, to the Western world. Like, that's where all the answers are. That's where all the success is, do you know what I mean? And, like, happiness and all that. And then he's got to this place where he's like, man, all the answers and everything that I was seeking was under my nose, as in, in my own culture. Like, in the Indian, like, cult like for his spirituality as well, because he's starting to have this, like, spiritual yeah. awakening and stuff. And he's like, it was under my nose the whole time, but, like, we're taught and then like we're fed to believe that it's over it's somewhere external, external when it's yeah. under your nose and you probably would get that vibe with like Lebanese oh, culture as well oh, like oh, all oh. the answers are right here yep mm. just being you're just being distracted and point to other things yeah that's all why I realized that a lot in the last two three years mm. honestly like like <clears throat> I vibe a lot more right now with a lot of things that I didn't think are as valuable yeah. before, uh, you know, like where I came from and how things are and all that. Like, you know, I appreciate what I had more growing up, wow. let's say, yeah. right now, after seeing new new faces of the world. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. It's where it's at. Yeah. Would you go <laughs> back? Have you been back? Uh, yeah. I mean, I haven't been in ages. It's been four years now because yeah. I was, 
I usually would wanted to go every couple of years, but last couple of years I've been shot. Yeah. And I was gonna go this summer, but I feel I have a bit of like unfinished things that I need to here here, like just to need to do a few more things because I wanted to go for a bit of more extended period of time. Yeah. Um. So like, in. Yeah, I need a break from this continent. Yeah. Like, so I want to go home for like six, seven weeks, and I want to go on a little bit of like a tour nice. like around Europe like with everyone that I've met so far here I've been working with some people to try to like tee up gigs and just have like you're gonna tour in Europe uh, yeah I mean like it's just my own thing like I'm yeah. doing it like I'm gonna call it my Europe tour but like I'm doing it That's through like dope. a lot of messaging you know like yeah. a lot of people that you met and just do sick parties and create experiences because eventually I would like to like if I want to grow in the music that I'm worldwide. into I, I, yeah but I, I will need to be based not in Australia yeah, yeah. like Australia's cool but it's far from everywhere like yeah. you don't see any worldwide artist based, based in here. Australia because it's like a lot of travel time and then like people always need to pay a lot more to book you mm. <laughs> you know while in Europe you can just be f driving around and like go from one place to another yeah. and, like one hour flight you're there so True. it's easier to have like a like a touring DJ producer life, life yeah. over there you know because like where are you going to go from here you're going to go yeah nowhere. it's a long plane ride <laughs> yeah a lot of stop offs <laughs> yeah. in Singapore or wherever <laughs> stuff, I mean? yeah so it becomes like yeah so um, that's the longer term plan as soon as I like I've been producing some music and I want to release some stuff soon and as soon as I do that a little bit like I have some stuff ready in the next year or so nice. release some stuff and then I probably intend to move somewhere a little bit more permanently yeah let's see would you say Europe based? yeah it's where it's at yeah you know I mean plans don't exist right and we never know what's gonna sure. happen and I might meet someone or find out somewhere. something yeah. and I'll be ending up somewhere else like mm. South America's a vibe as well you know yeah. <laughs> I, I just like yeah like I know like Europe is like a big hub for yeah. electronic music techno and there's a lot of venues and mm. a lot of things happening but so. it's growing everywhere in the world true as yeah. well yeah mm. exactly South yeah. America that'd be dope that'd be dope as that'd well that'd be way yeah Plus great food. Yeah, yeah. Amazing people. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> this is a moment. Yeah, another one. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, eh. The Midnight Moves moment. <laughs> catching them all, bro. Yeah. That's mad. Yeah, I think like, it's good to have those big, not big, but those like, big picture like aspirations. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're thinking, if I want to travel the world and do this, what I love, 100%, then I need to be the, in this. This is my biggest motivation for doing what I do. Like, yeah. I, I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing. Love it, And bro. my goal is basically to be able to go around the world yes. and play music for a lot, yes. a lot of people everywhere, you know, mm. and just have experiences on the way. Because, like, you know, and I'm not going to settle for doing anything different. Like, yeah. you know, I sometimes slow down and the life has been tough and like sometimes you lose track, but As like I have that at the back of my mind. And when that thing is not in my mind anymore, it means it's not me because right now this is like my obsession. Mm. Like I want to be able to make my own music, go around the world to all the fucking unique places and just play that music to people so, for, so we can just have a good time. Get like, on the pulse, mate. 100%. Everyone the same pulse. Yeah. yeah. I love that, bro. I'm like that so, as well, bro. Big dreamer. Like, you got to have it. I mean, that's what keeps me going as well. 100%. Like, mm. and everybody, like, anybody that is listening to this right now that has a little bit of a motivation to do something and should not let it go. Yeah. like, this is what keeps you alive. Mm. Just, like, look at look at people. Look at people older than you and use them as examples. Like, everybody that still follows any passion that you got, anything that makes you feel alive, is that what keeps you alive. Ooh. You can stay, you can, like, you know, you can survive. Mm. Like, not doing what you love, but, like, you know, if you want to be alive, like, in that sense, like, just, you need to keep doing what you love and you need to still have a passion and you need to, 
you know, like, I don't know, like, I feel the world is designed to make you distracted from this and you shouldn't be. Like, mm. you know, like, fuck the laws that tell you that you can't do something. Like, it's just not the laws of government, but just the laws of the world in general. Mm. Like, you know, shit that restricts you. Don't listen to it. That was deep, bro. Yeah. When you said what makes you alive. Uh, what makes you feel alive keeps you alive. Yeah, 100%. That was nice. Like, yeah. You know, like, just think. Think of all your week. 169 hours or something I don't even know and think how many hours you felt fucking satisfied mm. right and I mean at that point in time there there should be something that you've done that made you feel better than all of the other things right yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's simple I know that it's hard and we all need to work and stuff but we there's enough hours in the week to try yeah. to like pinpoint do, those do things. two things at least like yeah. like your work and whatever like makes you happy and mm. stuff and if you have to compromise on what makes you happy for more work and more things means like you shouldn't <laughs> like, yeah because we are not going anywhere we're here for 80 years uh, 90 years mm. then we're out you know like exit literally exit yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and you are not building anything you don't need to leave like uh, like a whole inheritance <laughs> you don't need to buy a house <laughs> because like it's gonna take you 50 years to pay and then you're just fucking gone before you even live there and yeah. you know, like kids will fight over it like mm. <laughs> you know so just like follow your passion like yeah. this is what it is you're living right now this second mm. this second is life <laughs> Mm. I think this is what I'm always trying to believe in like that like uh, sometimes it makes me like become a bit careless on my responsibilities and stuff but it pays off over like long term happiness and yeah. satisfaction is the fact that you are alive right now make the most of it mm. like you know and try to connect what makes you alive with what you're doing each day there's ways you know like I'm not saying that everybody should like be a musician full time but there's so much things so yeah. you might like to cook or you might like just you might like to cook keep cooking like don't succumb to this like takeaway culture I'm just giving yeah. examples yeah, here, yeah. you know so like, like more people can relate you know? mm, I like what you're like, saying yeah like yeah. You, you know you you drive fast cars for a living for example like um, it's pretty fun but you don't have to be doing it for a living fully but like if you're part of some culture that you know you go and drive cars race them around in a safe place and like have some fun drive cars like anything I'm gonna stop giving examples now no but no, like, but <laughs> no you know? it's good like, but I fuck with it like people need know? like quite a few to just yeah yeah just divide because I'm not just talking about myself here like you know yeah. like I know that not everyone relates with everyone like you know just think of you and like who like what you like to do and just try to do a little mm. bit more of it and when you don't have much that you're like passionate about right now like some things can be just a hobby just do it a lot more you enjoy yeah. it like you know this is important honestly it's true man yeah. It's true. I, when people used to tell me when I was like, oh, find a hobby, like, it'd be so, like, not cliche, but you just hear it so much. It kind of, like, put me off. But then, like, I real like, when I started just, like, they started gravitating, like, towards me, mm -hmm. just naturally. I was like, oh, that is, I just created that as a hobby. I didn't realize, but these are my hobbies now. The, these were just things that I enjoyed doing. But 100%. Mm. And, like, right now, it feels like the generation's coming up and what's been coming up for years and a lot of time, like, it's like, oh, you're 18, and then when you're an adult, your entertainment can be to go out and drink, Yeah. right? I mean, there's music playing and stuff, but this is what you get. You hear music earlier all your life, but, like, mm. you know you can go out and drink. So there's a lot of the population and how it's being pushed towards now is, like, work a lot. You probably don't like this job, but you're doing it because, like, this is what's happening. And then... You, as your entertainment you can go and spend your money on going out and drinking mm. and eating and stuff like eating is nice but like, I'm talking specifically about this entertainment part yeah, of things yeah. you know so and drinks in Australia are expensive and all over the world this is like the how it works you know yeah. you go out and you spend a lot of your money on drinks mm. and 
just to try to find happiness because this is what happens. You yeah. see some people like in a mess at like 9 p.m. just because like they really wanted to like yeah. lose themselves as quickly as possible to mm. get away from who they are. Like I'm talking about extreme scenarios, yeah. which is very common, you know. Mm. So yeah, like going to the pub and having some drinks is not your only entertainment, mm. but it's a quick solution because, you know, we go and we drink and like it just allows us to unwind a little bit, you know. But there's things that are more sustainable if you actually just pursue your passion and things that you love. It doesn't always have to be like going to yeah like, to drink. I like drinking. Don't get me wrong, but mm. like it's just it's a it's a thing. It's not like main entertainment. And I feel that a lot of time recently, it's a main source of entertainment for yeah. a lot of people. Like because they just work a lot because that's what how their life became, mm. and then it just becomes the only thing that you do, kind of thing. You know, just go pay somewhere just to consume some stuff. Yeah, and, like, you know. Consumption, and I'm gonna generalize it. Step away from the alcohol and just to consume things and pay money for them. You know, yeah. it's not always entertainment. It's not always mm. like how things should be. But no, that's real know. talk, bro. Yeah. Like, it's true, man. What you consume is important as well. Yeah, that's a huge one. Do you know what I mean, especially yeah. like the rate that you're like. Do you know what I mean? Doing it, at, yeah. Consuming yeah. it. Yeah. There's alternatives now as well that are like popping up that like will mm. probably be more in like mainstream conversation. Yeah. You know when when they're yeah. like fully allowed but like there's alternatives as well to like drinking alcohol that yeah. like you know very easy to like get into that and that's going to be beneficial for more people as Facts. well more soon very it's soon. true yeah but, and the alcohol thing goes all back to like the 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 regulating and stuff do you know what I mean because it's just like it's just more money for these people yeah 100%. <laughs> yeah I mean that's the like game half the drinks price you pay is tax half yeah of it. yeah half of it you know plus so much other tax like yeah. why does this drink need to be this much expensive because that's how it's made to be we're pushing you all in these venues and then you get a cut out of it <laughs> you know what yeah saying so nah, these fucking taxes <clears throat> do my head in i was talking to my mate about this today because i was like i would just learn that super like they they spend your super or some yeah. shit like yeah so like the, my super company basically go and like gamble my super. Yeah, invested in invested in things, like, and then yeah. like if they lose it, then I lose it. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, this is like new to me. I'm not into all that, but like it was like I had just learned that, and I was just I've been baffled for like weeks. Like I've been yeah. talking about it so much because I'm just like I'm just like I'm calling out, bro. Is this normal? Like yeah, are we this, all this like? Happened. That's why you have to go to like do yourself money super if you have a lot of super money yeah. or whatever sum that is important to you. You can do self manage and then that's your own money and you can choose. Oh, you can do your own. It. Yeah, it just takes some effort. That's yeah. why it's made easier for people. Just ah, to, but that's, yeah. that's the thing, though. Like, why do you have to, like, I don't know, just all this stuff. Like, why do you, first of all, why do you get have it? Just, and it's just ridiculous. ridiculous. Like, shit like that, when it, when I just yeah. learn it, I'm like... It's basically, you're giving your money to a select few people that are behind the big organizations yeah. that get it invested in the tens of billions <laughs> make tens of billions and then give it back to you after 40 years just like almost as it is basically with a little, with a little like bit of interest that is nothing with a sprinkle on top you know it's just mostly your money and like you know people be buying fucking islands and corporations and shit. Yeah, it's actually it's wild when you think about it and i'm just like fuck i'm like that's a business right there being a super company i'm like bro that's if any, anyone wants to get into business there you go i'm like yeah, shit that's one way into it so it's probably and probably i was like <laughs> and I was thinking that I'm like how do you even get into that like yeah. say like I'm in school I'm like I want to own a super company like how does that happen is yeah. there are they going to teach me how to do that no they wouldn't no, want to teach you how all. to do that and honestly it's like these kind of big businesses right now yeah. it's a lot of like generationally controlled yeah. like you can be an entrepreneur and a lot of things but these like big big business it's passed down oh, it's almost passed down you know it's almost yeah. passed down or you have to join like you have to work 
a lot of your life and yeah. be friends with a lot of people and join certain organizations yeah you know yeah. that will like yeah. <laughs> get you in certain directions and it's public it's not i'm not not talking experiences again just yeah. s- look it up mm. i know friends who go to meetings and there's yeah. part of like groups that help you because they're in positions to help you but yeah in general mm. it's you can't open it up tomorrow damn it our super dream just died. <laughs> super, no, I'm like, he's telling people, go, that's where you should go. <laughs> go create a super going, nah, it ain't that easy. You gotta trade in some things, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, yeah. You gotta talk to a mirror and there's gonna be a yeah. face there and it's gonna be like, you gotta talk to <laughs> You know? Oh, shit, I love it, bro. We're going in. We had to. I said, we'll message him, bro. We can go down the rabbit holes. It's been, we've done amazing, bro. We've done yeah, really man. well. But I'm See. grateful that we were like, not your first podcast, but would you say first in an actual podcast space? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. You know? And and like, you know what's funny? I'm never much... I'm never like a podcast fan. I'm not listening to podcasts. I know it's like bigger yeah, now. Yeah. But I, I've listened to yours literally. Mostly. Oh, really? Like, yeah, oh, I appreciate I it, bro. And like, I'm like, oh, all right, let's check this out. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Like, nah, I appreciate I it, bro. Well, now you're, you're going to be on it, bro. I'm going to have a massive episode. <laughs> and then, yeah, we'll yeah. get you back as well. Do you know what I mean? When you got your next endeavors. You know what Sounds I'm saying? Good, any um things coming up that you want to like push or any like uh, events coming up later in the year? I think yeah, like I think we're, we're, I'm gonna be doing a festival. It's yeah. gonna be happening like next year. No, nice. still early stages, nothing announced. But like yeah. I got the land, my eyes on a certain location. Ooh, let's and, go. Know, um, that can fit a lot of people legally. So let's go. So this and I, when I do this, I want to involve like as many people out there as possible. Let so, me know, you know when like, it happens, bro. Uh, uh, like if like anybody wants to be involved in any way like this is the time like when i'm gonna i'm gonna basically announce this before it's planned just that yeah. this is gonna be planned and then involve as many I love artists that. as many collectives like we want to have multiple stages like yeah and, like create a vibe like that's that dope is, bro you know that i love that outlook yeah like getting like the whole getting the fam do you know i mean yeah 100%. more hands makes it easier as yep. well and more like interesting yeah different types of arts different yeah performers you know like nice bro yeah, we'll be sick legend my brother Boom. and wait before we go you've been producing some stuff yeah 100%. when does that drop uh also like i think february is gonna be february first one like how it's lining up yeah okay yeah easy so i'm gonna announce like soon when that'll be released exactly nice. in feb and then february first track coming out yeah that'll be the first one yeah like first ep i'm trying to have two tracks so on, a, on one little i love that my first EP. album was february as well bro yeah, there we go that's the time going from it's, it's meant to be bro february <laughs> is the time maybe so valentine's day that's when <laughs> you know that's when i'm wait did you say it as like did you know that i dropped no, on valentine's i dropped on valentine's yeah. day because my birthday oh sick. so I, it was my own birthday present to myself yeah. so literally Sounds i dropped deep. it on valentine's day that's okay crazy. there we go Dude, that's real time right there. These guys did sign. not know. Yeah. It's just sign, bro. I literally <laughs> dropped the Valentine's Day 2021. That's a sign and also a commitment to myself because yeah. the second track is nowhere near finished or oh, really? So, which is good because yeah. like, I, I have that one done, but like this, yeah. the second one that I'm working on that I want to be in this album is yeah. going to be. Uh, that one needs more time, now. more this love. Yeah. yeah, 100%. So. You got time, bro. Boom. Yeah. Oh, I love it, man. And where can they all follow you and find and stay connected uh, um, to sh- get. Charbel.music on everywhere. So, yeah. And shows up like on Facebook, Instagram, like and my SoundCloud, they're all Charbel.music. Yeah. I created that handle like years ago. And yeah. I've thought about changing it sometimes, but like music is the core of things for me. Mm. So I just keep it. Keep it like that. Keep it like that. Yeah. yeah. So that's your name C H A R B E L L. E L L. Yeah. Actually, my real name is Charbel with one L. 
And my DJ name is Charbel with two L's. I just ah. added that other L because it looks like more symmetric and it sounds yeah. like more of a ring, like yeah. emphasis, like bell, you know. So that's I like that. Like I thought of it. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's dope, bro. Boom. My brother, thank you for coming through the My podcast. Man, this was sick. Man, yeah, bro. I appreciate you. I thought we were like half an hour in and then you're like hours. Oh, yeah, shit. We kept going, bro. Look at that. I just realized we're at two hours now. Boom. You asked how long. There we go. We've done it. My brother, Charbel. Appreciate Sweet. you, man. Thank you for coming through to the Midnight Moves Thanks podcast. So Conscious Conversations, Real Talk with Real Ones. Coco the Conscious signing off, aka Mr. Moods. My brother, thank you once again. Till next time. Boom. And good luck in all your endeavors. Whatever you need, let us know. Do you know what I mean? My man. My brother. Thanks, All right, everyone. Peace.